This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant gurus. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for being with us today. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. Team Rick and Bubba all here. Welcome back. Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba family. Glad you're here, buddy. All right, Span's going to update us on Hurricane Dorian. He's the man with the Mayweather plan. He's the mighty James Span. He's a mighty good weatherman. He's the man, Rick and Bubba's biggest fan. He's the Mayweather man. He's the mighty James Span. Here he comes. Update on the hurricane. Here's another hurricane. Well, Mr. Spann, we've been looking at some of the images from the weekend, and uh, there, there is devastation for the folks in the Bahamas. But what, uh, what is the latest concerning Dorian? I guess, first of all, current state, then we'll look back over devastation left behind. Yeah, let's look at this thing uh, right now, uh, fellas. Uh, the, the good news, it, you know, it's weakened. And we have to be careful with the word weak here. I don't want people to think that this is no big deal, but now Dorian is a Category 3 hurricane with maximum sustained winds of 120 miles per hour. But understand, we've talked about this before on the show. Let me give you some examples of a Category 3 at the time of landfall. Hurricane Katrina Mm. in 2005, Hurricane Ivan in 2004, Hurricane Frederick in 1979. A Category 3 is a major hurricane, but the eye has been – it's becoming more ragged. And the deal is it's been sitting in the same place for 24 hours. And what happens, you get this process called upwelling. This is where cooler water from below is brought upward to the surface. And the cooler water actually weakens the hurricane. So we've gone from 185 mile per hour sustained winds, which we had, which we had Sunday evening, to winds now of 120 miles per hour. And, you know, this thing is just sitting still. The, the southern eye wall is still over Grand Bahama Island. And the track really has not changed all that much. The uh, Hurricane Center keeps the uh, center of the hurricane just off the South Atlantic coast of the United States on the recurve. And we should mention it, it's creeping northward now. It's been stationary, it's creeping northward, and the system will be paralleling the South Atlantic coast of the United States, kind of a side swipe. And remember, as you look at all these maps, that you see on TV, a hurricane is not a dot. You know, it's not a spot on a map. A hurricane has impacts that extend out a good ways. And in this case, we have hurricane force winds that extend out from the center about 45 miles and tropical storm force winds extend out 160 miles. And that's the reason we have a hurricane warning on the east coast of Florida. The hurricane is not expected to make landfall, but it's close enough to bring hurricane force wind gusts to places like Daytona Beach and Jacksonville. And a hurricane watch has been extended up across the coast of Georgia and South Carolina. Uh, It should be tomorrow afternoon, a little to the east of Daytona Beach. And then by Thursday morning, it should be somewhere east of Charleston, just offshore. 
and this thing might touch Cape Fear or the mm. Outer Banks of North Carolina on Friday, late Thursday night or Friday. But by then, it's weakening and accelerating. Still, it could bring a lot of impact to the Outer Banks of, uh, of the Carolinas. And by the weekend, it's way up in the Canadian Maritimes, and it's out of here. But uh, looking at some of these images yesterday, fellas, it's just remarkable. Uh, wow. Uh, you just know that this is a humanitarian crisis in the northern Bahamas. Uh, I have been to Nassau, but I have never been in this region of the Bahamas. And uh, this Grand Bahama Island has been basically in the eye or the eye wall. And the eye wall, of course, is the worst part of the storm for over 24 hours. And this is unrelenting. Uh, I, I can't imagine what, what's happened down here. I can only hope that a lot of people got out of there. But we know that people are there. And we know there's been some loss of life, but we honestly don't know. The communication is really sketchy. Uh, we have one uh, uh, man that, that goes into the hurricane landfall areas to shoot video and to bring back reports. We haven't heard from him for 24 hours. Uh, so we just don't know what's happened there. But uh, I, I cannot imagine the humanitarian suffering and the, the damage up in the northern Bahamas. Not the southern, but the northern Bahamas. So uh, it's it's just remarkable. But again, thankfully, fellas, it's a little weaker. And again, the center is going to stay offshore. And people are asking about the impact in some of the bigger cities uh, for folks that are in, say, Daytona Beach and Jacksonville. You'll have occasional squalls, you know, rain squalls. Uh, you'll see winds of you know, 30, 40, uh, maybe gusting to 50. And there could be a hurricane force gust. That's why there's a hurricane warning in effect. Hurricane force wind gusts would be 75. Uh, but again, we don't expect major widespread damage on the coast of Florida. And then, of course, we had these big evacuations up into parts of Georgia and the Carolinas, which I think is appropriate because understand what if this deviates a little off the track? You yeah. know, look, this is weather and forecasts can be off a little bit. And if it's off, you just have to do that. You have to get them out of there. And it's the I know it's very inconvenient. It's expensive. It's a nightmare, but it's the right thing to do. And by the time the weekend gets here, this thing will finally be gone. And one more thing, fellas, I wanted to mention there's a wave in the Gulf of Mexico that should become a tropical storm by this afternoon. Uh, this will get the name Aaron. Uh, the winds are going to push this one westward. This one likely comes into the coast of Mexico, south of Brownsville, Texas, uh, sometime late tomorrow night is a tropical storm. It will bring rain to the lower Rio Grande Valley, places like McAllen and Brownsville, but uh, no impact uh, elsewhere on the central uh, Gulf Coast or uh, the southern states. Well, uh, of course, um, and I know I hate to even bring this up, but we've already played Joe Biden today, uh, wasting no time to let us all know that we just have to quit denying uh, man-made climate change and trying to use Dorian as an example. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. What is unique about Dorian compared to other weather history that we have concerning hurricanes? Well, again, fellas, if you want to look at the climate effect on – Dorian, you don't get on the tweeter and declare it or get on face bag or a news conference. <laughs> right. you, you don't do that. Right. It takes months and months right. and months and months of research right. to find out if there's any climate involvement in this thing at all. And this has happened time and time again. This is nothing unusual. This is the climatological peak of the hurricane center. And it, politics, it is so it, it is a really weird stuff. And you guys probably heard I got into it with Trump over the weekend. Did you really? Uh, no, I didn't know what happened. Uh, <laughs> So, um, oh, please, <laughs> I didn't know James, this. we had no idea. <laughs> hey, just a minute. The, All right, go ahead. The, the president, uh, tweeted and, and said publicly that Alabama was going to be affected. Uh, and that wasn't true. Right. And 
what what happens when when that you know statement is made and the tweet is made people begin to panic people in mobile gulf shores orange beach they want to know when do they need to evacuate oh yeah uh people inland do how much flooding can we expect was there a tornado threat and so i spent all day sunday putting this down and uh, and then i got of course attacked just attacked by political extremists claiming I'm fake news and I'm a liar. And it it was ugly. I mean, just nasty, ugly talking stuff. Just, and I, and again, you know me, I tell people all the time, you can't hurt my feelings. I've got no feelings left to hurt. I've been doing this 41 years. We have a big callus over us now. (laughs) I've just got to tell the truth. I mean, what, what happens? It sends people into this unnecessary panic. And I had to put that down and I'm sorry and, and then, you know, the, so, so the right wing wing, they were mad at me for that. And then the left wing got mad at me because we had to correct CNN, you know, which is a left wing outlet. And they, they, they put up maps that labeled Alabama is Mississippi. During I, the saw that. Oh, I saw that. I saw that. I saw that. They had the word Mississippi across the state of Alabama. If somebody can't get that <laughs> right on a map, I don't know if I'm going to really put a lot of weight in their climate discussion. Well, the, the politics and the politicians need to stay out of weather and climate uh, because here you are and the other forecasters across the, the country laying out exactly who will be affected and who isn't going to be affected, but they get on either TV if it's a news outlet, and I use the word news loosely there, or you're a politician, especially the president, you go out there and if you say something, whether we like this or not, the way society operates is, well, if the president says it and CNN says something, that must be right. Now I'm not even listening to the to the meteorologists and the and the and, and the weather forecasters because Trump said something. It's it's a lot of responsibility that comes with it, and they're very haphazard with it. And and we've lost our ability to think for ourselves. Yes. We blindly follow politicians yeah. and networks based on our political worldview without the ability to think. And the other thing that's so disturbing, we've lost our ability to have a civil discussion where we can disagree. Yeah. We we have lost that ability. I mean, you you guys won't believe the names I've been called over the last twenty four hours. I mean, it by both right wing oh, yeah. and left wing extremists. Right. Yeah, let, I, they all hate me now. Let me clarify. <laughs> Correcting the president on something that was one hundred percent incorrect is not an anti-Trump statement. Correcting CNN is not an anti-CNN statement. This is Span and people who know saying the information you're putting out is incorrect. That's all it is. Right. I, we're just making corrections here. Right. And, and, and people say, well, don't get into his business. You're being political. But, but what happens when, <laughs> you know, you say Alabama's going to be affected? People start doing stuff. They I start know. canceling trips and canceling right, right. surgeries and canceling important things and getting ready to evacuate where it's going to be sunny and hot and dry for the next five days. Yeah. So, we're, you know, we just everybody needs to take a big, deep breath in this country and right. just relax and begin to think a little bit for yourself and, and just find reliable sources when it comes to a subject. And what disturbs me, you know, it's goodness. If, if some of these people are botching things, I understand what are they botching? I don't understand. And I had people defending CNN thinking they were correct by labeling Alabama <laughs> as Mississippi. <laughs> how do you, how do you have a think, discussion with that? Uh-uh. You know, you, can, I mean, you it, cannot have a discussion with somebody that you're looking at the state of Alabama. It has the word Mississippi across it. How about it's just factual that that's not Mississippi. Yeah, Mississippi that, does not border Georgia. How about that's it the, does not happen. That's the end. Does. That's the end of that discussion. Also, Alabama will not be affected. That's just a truth. 
So I don't know why th- th- those two arguments seem pretty straightforward to me, uh, but not the time we're living in now. So thanks, man. Appreciate what you what you're doing. Thanks for the update, and thanks for the correction. Thanks for the corrections of the president and CNN. <laughs> we'll be back. Eight six six. We be big is our number. You got the Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for being with us. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Twenty-three minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for being with us. Twenty-five years strong. Uh, you know, it's been uh, it's been quite a history on the Rick and Bubba show, and a lot of changes. And with our new technology, we have um, you know new little families that form out there. And one of our families are those that watch the show live on YouTube every day, and then uh, watch also the archives on YouTube. Got a couple of emails about that over the weekend. Our, our tubers that are out there, but Bubba, we have one of. Uh, what we call our tubers in the old tubing family uh, that um, has, has been injured at work, and uh, we've been praying for him over the weekend, and, and uh, there's an update on this, I guess. Yeah, we want to give a shout-out to Gary Pinson. Uh, Rick, he was injured at work, had to be uh, airlifted to UAB, and now sent on to Nashville, mm. uh, struggling uh, after an accident at work, and uh, we know he's watching today, and Gary, we hope you have a speedy recovery, brother. Yeah, wow, hit by a truck. Hmm. And uh, so this stuff. So there are, like Bubba said, issues, and um, he's, he's got um, injuries that, uh, uh, sadly, some of this: uh, a head injury, right leg, uh, four broken ribs, broken ankle, the skull fracture. Uh, he is in critical but stable condition. So continue to pray for Gary on his long road back. Yep, Man, and, hang in uh, there, brother. Yep, and That's thank right. you for supporting the show for all these years. And know there's a lot of folks praying for you, and we're just added to that number today. Adam is out of Birmingham, Alabama. Phone, so we're going now, 104.7 WZZK. Adam, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks, Rick. Go right ahead. Well, so I just wanted to echo what James Bannon said. Uh, You know, I think in this country we've gotten very polarized with our politics, and in some ways we've lost the ability to communicate with people who we might disagree with. And I know that... I love you guys, and sometimes y'all have me laughing out loud, but on the other hand, sometimes I disagree with a lot of what y'all say. Sure. But I think it's important that as a country we focus on coming up with solutions to real problems rather than just disparaging one another. Yeah, well, you know, and and that sounds good, uh, Adam, and I think we should all work for that. I, I think the problem in some cases is the views have got so extreme, it's just hard to find common ground. It's it's like with the uh, the global warming people. I just can't I can't find much common ground with you. You're so far out there now. So I I don't know what to do. I agree with you. It'd be yeah. nice. Yeah. But um, it's uh it, it's bizarre. And some people would even make the argument, Rick, that the left has dictated the agenda and the discussion so long. Now you're seeing conservatives take issue, and now they think it's bad because we're fighting. But it's because we're just not going along with it anymore. Right. So you can, there, there's a lot of angles to this, too, even, yeah. even on those opinions. Yeah, there's always been spirited debate. Uh, you know, you might remember the Civil War. So yes. that, that, that has, that's not really new. But to the point I think James was making and to the bigger point is there are some things that are not an argument at all. And now we're getting where we argue over things that are not an argument. That is not Alabama. 
That's yeah. not it. Right. I mean, I'm sorry, that's not Mississippi. Mississippi does not yeah. border Georgia. That's not a political statement. <laughs> that's not, well, you may have your truth, I have mine. That is not the state of Mississippi. It is mislabeled. Okay, CNN. So that's not an argument. That's just a fact. Hey, President Trump, Alabama's not going to have any issues from Dorian. That that was corrected by people who know. These are not these two should not be statements that spawn any kind of argument. So, you know, to, I'm taking it even further. We can argue about real things we disagree on. But, and there's plenty to yeah, do that. But yeah. there's no need to argue whether that's the state of Alabama or the state of Mississippi. <laughs> that's not an argument. You, you can't really even yeah. see how that would be considered political, can you? President Trump, Alabama's in the clear on Dorian. That's just a correction. That's not a statement against Trump, no. for Trump, uh, somewhere in between. Uh, that's not an anti-CNN statement to say that's not the right state you have labeled there. Why are we arguing over they, those things? How can Span come under attack for correcting those two things that were just factually wrong? They, those are not even political statements. Now that we need to look at. Uh, yes, I agree. Uh, we, I agree. we continue. Eight six six. We be big. Uh, let's go to Jim in Huntsville, one hundred point three, the River. Jim, go ahead. Hey, how's it going? Good. Good. Hey, and I'm from Huntsville, but I'm actually up in Kentucky right now, and I need y'all's help because, I mean, I heard about Mississippi kind of moving and Alabama gone, and I don't know where in the hell I'm supposed to go to get home. <laughs> don't ask CNN. Uh, Braden is just, – Just go slightly west of Georgia and see what state you end up in. Braden and Jemison. Braden, go ahead, 30 seconds. I mean, well, actually, we're not phone trolling. Go ahead. That's just a habit, like the national anthem. Yes, sir. Hey, what's up, buddy? Oh. I don't know what y'all think about Bo Nix as a starter for Auburn this year because all the talk they had about Joe Gatewood and Bo Nix going at it and who would be the better quarterback. And Bo Nix made some mistakes in the first half of football and then he came out and played a good half in the last little bit. I know what y'all think. Well, I'll tell you what I think. This is, this is how fans are going to react because I was getting the texts and I was getting everything. Everybody was ready to fire Gus Malzahn and everybody was saying that Bo Nix is not ready. All those people changed that Gus Malzahn is a genius and Bo Nix is the next greatest thing Auburn has ever seen uh, by the time the game was over. Fans are fickle. None of us have any idea what's going to happen. And uh, I think that I, I can speak that Bo Nix, I think, is an exceptional young man. Uh, I think that Gus Malzahn is, is a good coach and certainly knows football. But if they, if they both continue to win, everybody will think that they're great. If they start to struggle, everybody will think they're horrible. <laughs> that, it's that, what have you done for me the last drive. Auburn fans literally hated both of those people early and loved them at the end. And that's, yeah. that's pretty indicative of all, of all football fans. So um, I wouldn't put a lot into it, but I, I, think that, um, I think that this guy has a chance to be really good. But we'll see. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Some of the calls about the football over the weekend, some uh, college action, some some interesting stories, uh, and we'll we'll cover those now. But first, and, and Speedy, I want you to pay attention. I, I, I told you I told you this was coming. We've got a brand new sponsor on the Rick and Bubba Show, and I think you, of all people, are about to get very excited because I've watched you try to struggle to drink that beet juice. Well, no, you don't have to worry about that anymore, my friend. Welcome to superbeats.com slash Bubba. That's why we got that package. That's why we got it. Yeah, so uh, how about this? Superbeats.com slash Bubba. Now, this is a cool product that will help. You know, we know all the health benefits with beets, but let's face it, sometimes beets are not all that wonderful. (laughs) Uh, uh, But this is a way to get all the benefits 
and, a, and a powder. Uh, the benefits are incredible. Now, we do know they got nitrates, uh, which supports better blood flow. Bubba, you've got all the blood flow. You can stand right yeah, now. Yeah, I know you? it. I uh, equals better energy <laughs> and efficiency throughout the body. Even supports healthy blood pressure. Um, how about this? But superbeats.com slash Bubba does more than eating regular beets. So not only do you not have to struggle and eat beets, this actually gives you more than if you were just eating regular beets. Uh, it's unparalleled compared to other beet powders, too. I know there's some others out there, but they can't hang with super beets. Love it. Just one scoop has the nitric oxide equivalent of three whole beets. So you're, you're getting, uh, with one scoop, three beets worth of nitric oxide. Uh, and the science behind Super Beats has conducted 11 clinical trials. It was even given the Science Award Bubba by the Nutrition Business Journal. Ooh. Now, this level of research is unheard of in the nutrition category. To try this product for yourself, risk-free, for 90 days. All right, listen to me now. Mm-hmm. You need to go. You going, Speedy? I'm going. Superbeats.com slash Bubba. There. You're going to get a free 30-day supply, free shipping, uh, and also, they're going to throw in some free nitric oxide strips so you can test your own nitric oxide level with the first purchase. How about that? So go to superbeats.com, new sponsor, slash Bubba. Uh, or you can also call them. You want to write down this number? If you're driving, please don't. 1-800-876-5213. If you're driving, just remember to go to rickandbubba.com and click on sponsors when you get slowed down. Uh, so Super Beats, they're here. I love it. So Speedy, now just take the powder and you'll be done. Okay. With all that. You, you're done. Good. You're in good shape now, my friend. <laughs> uh, college football over the weekend. Uh, it was mentioned uh, by one of our callers. Uh, the biggest matchup, as far as your top twenties, that was Auburn versus um, Oregon uh, out in Jerryville, and uh, that game uh, lived up. Now you know college football because of the way everybody has to pre- prepare now, uh, and I'm sure the NFL will be similar coming up this weekend. It's been really, really sloppy. Yeah, uh, but uh, this game was sloppy, but but it was it still had uh, some. It looked like it wasn't as sloppy as some of the others, even though it still was sloppy. Uh, and um, Auburn and Oregon, as far as you watching a good game, it ended up being a thriller. Yeah, it did. You went right down to the very end. You can't oh, ask better. for more. Yeah. So uh, in the and if I'm not mistaken, these two teams have not played since they played in the national championship right. in 2010, and this game felt very similar. It did. Yeah, I it mean, did. the score was even very close there, right till the end. So it was uh, it was very exciting, and uh, you had a lot of storylines with freshman Bo Nix, and we've had his dad Patrick on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and uh, so it, it was. Uh, there was a lot going on there, and and I think some of that you saw is. Both teams had really prepared and was throwing some things the other teams were not expecting at them, and it took some time for adjustments and all that to kick in. But uh, it, it was it was a great ball game. There was a lot of good games I watched. Yeah, that game. that that was the problem when your your first opponent has had the whole off season to prepare for you <laughs> on both sides. I think what you saw in the Oregon Auburn game, I think the Oregon's offensive line surprisingly early in the game, was able to handle what some people are saying may be the best defensive line in the country. Now, that's that's there, you could argue against that, but that's a lot of the hype coming in because there's a lot of good defensive lines out there. I but, think everybody was shot when they went down the field in yeah, the first series. Well, they were slashing what was supposed to be one of Auburn's best defenses yeah. in a long time. Now, you did see you know, the defense coordinator still made some adjustments, and you certainly saw that, uh, that, that change the game a little bit. Uh, and uh, so I, th- I think if you're an Oregon fan, you come away going, our team is maybe more physical than a lot of people give the Pac-12 uh, credit for. 
um, and uh, they they looked pretty physical in the game against a you know a pretty good SEC defense. Um, Auburn offensively, you know, had some issues as well. Uh, you know, some missed opportunities and turnovers, and you saw that with uh, you know with a freshman. He he is a true freshman. Um, I think that you leave that thinking that he can he can run the ball better than maybe some people thought. Yeah, uh, he's certainly you know good with his arm, but I think what freshmen that have done really good in high school usually struggle with, and he did, is they won't give up on a play. They keep trying to make something happen because they've been able to do that at the high school level. And and I think he discovered, you know, you can't – one of the things you do as you mature as a quarterback at playing at, at another level is to when a play's not there to give up on it and just kind of live to fight the next the next down and not turn the ball over. It, it looked to me like, too, that Auburn was in a little better shape because as the game wore on, you could kind of see the Oregon line wearing down. Mm-hmm. And it didn't look like that was happening to the to the Auburn line. Yeah, it, that that did seem. And also, I really think the turning point of the game, even though Auburn was not able to score uh, um, as far uh, more than than um, than three, or did they? They missed the field goal, didn't they? I can't remember the picked up fumble. Right. Uh, right. To me, that Big was. Cat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To me, that was the turning point of the game because if Oregon goes in right there, uh, Auburn's in a lot of trouble. And uh, so, even though it didn't turn out to be as many points for Auburn, it kept Oregon from from pulling away a little bit. So, uh, so anyway, I think both teams leave thinking they've they've got pretty good teams, and I think if you you know what's going to happen, and I wish it wouldn't happen because, as we say, we know the the Knicks family and and have known them for a long time, and uh, you know appreciate the kind of people that they are and the kind of person that their son appears to be, and and that you can pretty much talk about with with a little no hesitation. But when you get into taking somebody so young. And because the way the game ended, to now elevate him to be the greatest thing that's ever happened in the history of football. Yeah, that would that, be that, a mistake. That's probably. a mistake, yeah. but it's also not fair to this young man. Uh, don't, don't don't put that. I mean, it's it's a it's a and, long. And I know there's some things he probably wish he had back, but I, I thought he handled the pressure very well. Oh, yeah. I thought he looked yeah. very mature, and and we were told he he does, he's always done that. Right. So so he, the pressure and the situation didn't bother him. I mean, he made some mistakes. But sure. It wasn't it wasn't because of the pressure of the or the moment or the stage of the moment. No, I I think his maturity level on like you said handling things that that's not an issue at all. He certainly has ability. Uh, but there's it's a long season and it's uh, it's the beginning of um, of an era and 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 you know just just enjoy where where the team is right now and enjoy what was a great game and enjoy you know kind of some headiness of a freshman but you know if that turns into an interception uh, or the receiver can't make a Pretty good catch because it wasn't like he wasn't covered. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you've, it, seen, was, you've seen the steel pictures. They were wrapped up yeah, up it, in the air. It, 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 it was good. it was a great catch. And my uh, what I'm wondering is if he if he uh, if he doesn't get in, they got a lot of trouble because they don't have a timeout left. <laughs> um, and it was a it was a it was uh, a gutsy call. It was a it was a chancy call. Uh, you got a pretty good kicker. Of course, now he's missed one. So now you wonder if he's got something in Confidence his head. Issues. Yeah. I mean, you certainly would rather go for that versus the field goal if yeah. you can, but. But anyway, it was a thrilling game. It worked out, and I, I just would say everybody have some levity yeah. with this, just kind of. But when you get that matchup where you have a bigger receiver mm-hmm. against a smaller DB, and he's had a great freshman year, and you're expecting a lot of things out of him, and you got one on one coverage, it doesn't get any better than that. No, unless they just leave him uncovered. No, so. and he threw a good ball. But yeah. don't forget too the, the the play before that, 
uh, with, through the same receiver. Yeah, that yeah. that that was that was the play, and and the, and when he runs that put him in position to to win it. Yeah, and then when he ran for yeah. the first yeah. down on fourth, it could have been over right there. Yeah, so so it was great, and uh, and it was a good game. Uh, also, uh, in uh, the portal success over the weekend, Jalen Hurts and wow. Justin Fields. Yes, <laughs> it, it it is a portal celebration <laughs> for two teams, uh, Oklahoma. Will uh, that drive more people into the portal? Of course, yeah. Of course, you know these are two pretty elite quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. But anyway, I thought Jalen Hurts handled himself yeah tremendously, even after the game, the way he downplayed the whole performance, saying I've got a lot to work on. The team's got a lot to work on, and you know, and because he wasn't going to fall victim to what the press wants to do and make everything to be the greatest thing that's ever happened <laughs> right. in the history of football, <laughs> and uh, and he's like, yeah, you know, there's there's a lot we can improve on. And uh, and then Justin Fields, I didn't see anything but highlights. Yeah, from I that saw game. myself too. And uh, but it looks like he ran wild for yeah, for the Buckeyes. Good. So uh, those were those were two big big deals. And mm-hmm. the Hugh Freeze story. <laughs> wow, that was crazy, wasn't it? Where Hugh Freeze co- yeah. is laying in a hospital bed up uh, in the press box. in the press box. Now Liberty did not win the game. No, they did not. Uh, but they it was score. just didn't score. Just yeah. that was a <laughs> odd. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that was. A, I mean, I understand you. Want well, to be it's a, that moment where you do the double take. Is yeah. it a hospital bed? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like, yeah. right. I had secondhand embarrassment. Have you for, seen? For him. Have you seen the yeah, thing where he's, he's thinking, where he's thanking everybody, but he can't get off his back, and, and they're shooting, they're shooting it right above him. Well, right? and and I read. I didn't see this, but I read that the <laughs> traditional handshake with the coaches was just a thumbs just up, a back and forth. It yeah. was. I saw that. It was. I actually saw the footage of that. See, you see the press box. You just don't see that a lot. You know? No. Well, no. No, you don't. You, you see don't. you see coaches having to go to the press box and sit. Yeah. But you've never seen like a, a full-blown Go to the press hospital. box and lay down. Yeah, a hospital bed yeah. in the press box. You just don't see that. Not sure that was necessary. Maybe, maybe if, so you're, listen, what maybe is if this? you're confined to a bed, so, you might just stay out. So what is the story? He had back trouble. He had a herniated disc. I read that. I did not know this right. a minute ago. So, because we had details that uh, who knows where we got them from. He had a herniated disc and he had back pain and it started getting worse and worse and worse. And he just assumed, man, my back is it was just tied to that. It's yeah. probably, you know, I've got, I've blown a disc out or whatever. Well, he goes to Falwell and tells him what's going on. Falwell reaches out to Ben Carson amongst other uh, neurosurgeons and some other people out there in the medical world and come to find out he had staph infection and a rare case that if that it gets in your bloodstream and gets to the heart it could kill you mm-hmm. and evidently he had about 24 hours where if he would not have if he would have waited 24 hours he would it would have got to his heart and he'd have been fighting for his life so yeah but that's the story and now he's yeah. Coaching from a hospital but, bed. But, but also, <laughs> am I not right? All that happened, and then he thought he was coming back, and he was coming out of the hospital, and then had a relapse and I, had to go back in. I that, heard that, that, but that was not included in both articles I read, so wow. I don't, I don't know. Well, I, I maybe got, I got that from the. But the uh, <laughs> thirteen minutes to the top of the hour. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Eight minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Thank you for being with us. Uh, talking about college football over the weekend, we've hit uh, a number of the stories, some other portal news. Um, we have uh, Tony Eason. Uh, he, uh, Georgia sent 
quarterbacks everywhere. Uh, <laughs> all of the. It, it, it's like you had birds in a bush. And right, somebody yeah. hit the bush and just birds went everywhere. I think you know? we can announce uh, <laughs> that all the Georgia quarterbacks won. Uh, 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 their their first game this year. They did. Uh, so uh, so Tony Easton was another. Now the the Bryant uh, kid from Clemson, Missouri was upset by Wyoming uh, over over the weekend. Uh, that was part of some of the uh, the SEC schools that uh, that they got beat uh, in the opening weekend. Yeah. Ole Miss lost to Memphis, but they were actually Memphis was favored. In yeah, that yeah, game. Memphis got so. a good team, and uh, so but the hey, uh, Tennessee. Tennessee, Tennessee. Hey, Tennessee. You got Rocky Top yeah, over there. Nice. I mean, yeah, well, no, I'm, I know you hadn't played it. I, would, I, would, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't might have. It, it didn't I think get it's played. just Dooley over there. I don't know. Is it? <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> well, we have Rocky Top, but I can get it. The, uh, Bring it now. Do we, do we want to play Rocky Top? Well, probably not. You got to try to fire him up, Rick. You got to get him off the floor. Well, I, I mean, I, I have a feeling that's going to be. If you listen to Steve Spurrier, it's Rocky Bottom right now. Yeah, well, it, it's ugly. And um, you know, it, it, I heard the guys talking about the kickoff hour. It's one thing to get beat, and and some of the problem, it, it, in all fairness to every school, because of scholarship limitations, the, the days of of you playing teams that have like zero players, that yeah. that, that day is over. Everybody's got players now, yep. uh, and the competition from top to bottom all across the country is just better than it used to be. Mm-hmm. But the reason there's people saying that Tennessee. I mean, you get beat by you know um, a program that's only a decade old, old, and didn't even have a good season last won year. Won two games. They won two games last year, so it's not like you were beat by you know a middle tier team that everybody yeah. says, "Hey, they're dangerous." Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it's um, it, Georgia State has not shown that they were dangerous last year. Now it's a different we, team this year. It but. is. They must have got some really good players. Yeah, sounds like it. We don't have the audio, and, oh, and hopefully of a Spurrier. Oh, 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 okay. uh, but we do have the the tweet that he put out. Mm-hmm. Reports behind the scenes said that Steve Spurrier was ecstatic with Georgia State's win. Of course, their head coach Sean Elliott served as an offensive line coach, running back uh, advisor, and ultimately offensive coordinator for Spurrier when uh, he was at South Carolina. But he tweeted out. He said they thoroughly beat Tennessee. It wasn't any fluke. There wasn't any fluke plays. There were 26-point underdogs, right? Isn't that right? Rocky Top might be Rocky Bottom for a week or two until they win one, I guess. You gotta love Spurrier, who's coming off his championship in the AAF. <laughs> right, uh, yeah, he's excited. Still, still you know, with that rivalry with Tennessee, just you know, helping them out with the old knife in the back there when you're laying on your belly. You know, <laughs> well, it just, it, you know, I don't know, I can't understand in Tennessee fans mm-hmm. who may follow it closer than we do. It, it seems to be going from bad to worse. I, I keep waiting on it to improve. Yeah, and it just—it looks like it's getting worse. And I don't—I don't even it, know. It kind of hit is. a high moment for them, I think, when they upset Auburn in Auburn last year. And then it's just—they just hadn't been a lot of happy moments since then. Right, and um, it just—I um, still think Jeremy Pruitt is a good coach. Uh, I just—I guess a lot of us we can't figure out what has happened to Tennessee. You know, how can yeah. it? How can it just still be in that? I, the experts, whatever you want to call them, I was watching one of the shows, and they were making a point. They just don't have the talent. 
like know, they used to. But and why? Like they used an example and said last year they didn't have one player off their team invited to the combine, not one, which would be unheard of. Yeah, yeah. When we were them. growing up, that yeah. was impossible. You know? I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, you just but you know when we were when we were kids, LSU had kind of fallen off a little bit, you yeah. know, and they they wasn't having a lot of luck. And Tennessee was good, Florida was good, and Florida's been down, and they appear to be you know ticking yeah. back up now. So it all goes in cycles, I guess. But why? I, it's just amazing that I think they were a little quick with some of their coaching changes, and and that probably kept resetting the calendar of how we got to build it up. But but I, but I mean, I don't know the timeline. It's just talking about how the way it feels. To I know me. it just. It, it, we're it, talking it, about how it, it feels. It, it feels As like football that, fans. You expect Tennessee to be good. It feels like. Yeah. It, but but I'm talking about, and you know, times different now because I'm older. But it feels like it's been a long time since Tennessee was good. <laughs> a long Rick, time. It yeah. has been a long time. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. It, so this turnaround, yeah. where is it? I mean, it's, what, it's what's been, funny it's, too? It's if you're very, talking to young kids now, and, and you're talking about SEC history, and of course they all know Peyton Manning played there. And I, I had one say, "Well, did Peyton? I guess Peyton Manning won a national championship." I said, "No, he didn't win one when he was there." T. Martin T. won Martin it the next year. <laughs> yeah, but and they go who? <laughs> but 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 when you go when you go back to this though, I mean, why is it facilities? Has it, like recruits are going out and they're going to Tennessee, and they're like they're saying no, thank you if they've got other offers. Well, Rick, is it, th- is it this situation, too, that you have a lot of teams around them that are really doing good right now, like Memphis, like Clemson, Kentucky's on an up-click right now? Uh, I don't know. Is, yeah. that, is that helping to pull to Georgia? You know, Georgia was kind of down for a while, there, but they're very good now. Are they all pulling out of you know from Tennessee at, at all directions? Cincinnati's program's a lot better than it used to be. Well, I'm just going back to this though, Bubba. There was a day I if, know, I know. If, what you're if you were a recruit and you could pick me, Memphis, Cincinnati, or Kentucky, you picked us. I know. You, you didn't I pick know. Cincinnati, Kentucky, and Memphis over Tennessee. I mean, there there was a day when that didn't happen. Yeah. Why do you do that now? Because you think you're going to have well, more wins. Well, that's what I mean. You got to ask the question. Why? Clemson, now? Clemson's pulling. Guys, you know. And this is the thing that ought to concern everybody. It's one thing to talk about Georgia out recruiting you, Florida out recruiting you, Georgia State out recruited you. That's they look alarming. Better than you, yeah, so. yeah from that's what, alarming. From what I saw in the game, Georgia State looked like a better team than Tennessee. Memphis is the best football team in the state of Tennessee. You're They're correct, my friend. And, that, and when's the last time you said that? Uh, I never have said that. <laughs> That'd be never. So I'm, I'm 55 <laughs> in October, so this will be the first time. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Proving daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG. If you want to reach us and we'll get phone calls in this hour, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, uh, all here this hour, and we thank you for being with us. Welcome back for a brand new hour, the pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama, Bill Bubba Bussin. Rick. Honored and proud to be here. Thank all of you for giving us the wonderful yep. opportunity to do so. All right, Speedy, find me the guy, uh, and I'm going to tell you this in the break, uh, the genius. Uh, so I will, I, will, I will put this in here. These are the days of America, walking together This is going to explain a lot. I don't know how this has happened, uh, but we've discussed this on the air. 
Instead, those of you that, matter of fact, this has got to be a blow to some of you that believe in evolution because it does not appear that human beings are evolving. Uh, it, 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 it feels like that human beings are the opposite of evolving. Would that be devolving? Yeah, I think since, uh, Rick, I'm saying I get that feel from about 1969, 70. Right. 72 at the latest. It goes back to what you said. I remember there was a time period. Now, if you go back and look at the early days of our education and the test and the ability to write and communicate, we definitely have gone. We've we're sliding down. I know we've had some big, uh, you know, some, you know, we've had some pretty big deals happen in the world of science. But it seems like we're bored over there now too. But you know, there was a time that I, in our country that I spent a lot of time kind of feeling, you know, having uh, some some issues of feeling inferior uh, intellectually and thinking, well, you know, I I just kind of went through a government school over in Old Calhoun County, Alabama, and went to Jacksonville State, and certainly that's not Ivy League. But I got to tell you, on comments like this one, I'm starting to feel really, really smart. <laughs> and uh, because people, I don't know that I've been around. I don't know that I've seen such a. Uh, it's kind of like when I, I went down, uh, had some, spent, got to spend some time at the farm over the weekend, enjoying some time, just you know, relaxing over the weekend. And and I'd gone down before, you know, these Canadian um, people say you're supposed to just call them Canadians, but then people think you're talking about people, Canadian geese. I'm still going to continue to say that. You know, they have taken over you know, our whole state mm-hmm. and a lot of bordering states. And I went down to the farm and like, sometimes you'll go down there and there might be 15. This time there were like 115. And I'm starting to feel that way about stupid people. It's like at one time you'd have 15. Now I feel like they're like everywhere. You know, it, it's like, I mean, the, 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 the level of stupidity right now is, is, is mind boggling. So I want you to listen to this genius uh, discussing, saying something needs to be done about climate. And our country needs to do something about climate. You know, we've already done our climate thing and all the stuff with Span going on and the Biden comments. But here's a guy that that really believes, I I guess he believes, unless he's doing this for his friends, hey, you wouldn't believe the stupid thing I said on the news or or whatever. You know, that I guess that'd be fun. But uh, I want you to listen to this, and this is going to explain a lot. You know how you look around and go, what's happened to our society? I'll tell you what's happening. People like this are in it. Yeah. Uh, Listen listen to this genius, okay, talking about. see how they haven't come up with some kind of way to combat these storms yet. They keep saying, uh, you know, two days ago, three days ago, oh, it's at this, but it's going to hit all this warm weather, all this warm weather and warm water. We have a Navy. Why don't the Navy come and drop ice in the warm water so it that it can't get going as fast as it's going? There's got to be ways to combat this instead of just pointing at the thing and saying, "Well, it's uh, now it's getting worse." Yeah, we know it's getting worse, but you tell us, "Oh, it's the warm weather. Oh, it's the wind." Well, we have an Air Force. Drive some Air Force planes around to get the winds going the opposite way. Get the Navy to go in circles to fight it the other way. Mm. Well, I mean, that makes sense to me. Does anybody even know what to say to that? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know what where he's getting he, all that ice. I have he no moved, idea what Did he move that. south from Jersey? I was about to say, and I hate to <laughs> oh, say yes. I hate to say this to the northerners. This is what happens when y'all snowbird down here. <laughs> <laughs> you see what we see? That's right. This is a classic example of what we call a hemorrhoid. It's a northerner that he comes down, but he won't go back up. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, and so, uh, you know, now y'all bring in some, we of, got the, a Navy. some of the idiotic views of the world from the northeast have found oh. their way to Florida. Mm-hmm. And, Just go um, the other way. Yeah. Dropping ice. Yeah. 
Now let's let's just land on that. Let's go cool the ocean. Now, Rick, keep in mind. If let's just say by some freak act, we could generate that much ice. Okay, <laughs> which we can't. Which we can't. That's a lot of ice. I, I feel pretty confident it would melt immediately. Right. What about the what about the economic or the environmental impact of cooling the ocean off? I mean, that would kill fish. Yeah. That would do this. Yeah. Come on. I mean, you know, for a bunch that's so worried about the climate being affected by us, this is a terrible idea. We got a navy, don't we? <laughs> we got flighty planes. Yeah, we got an air force, don't we? <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, guys. Don't we have an air force? <laughs> you can. Hear him at a pizza parlor bowling, having an argument up with somebody. Yeah. Good, oh, yeah. but you know this is why I realized he didn't grow up with the people we grew up with. No. Yeah, one of if it, so if we'd been sitting around eating wings, okay, <laughs> and all of a sudden one of us said, hey, "Have you ever thought about this? Why don't we get our our, our navy and our air force and, and you're, you're now you're leaning in to do what? I'll tell you what I'm thinking. <laughs> we drop a bunch of ice into the water and we cool it." And then we get our air force to start flying in the opposite direction of the way we want the wind to go. You would have been riddled. You've been ridiculed oh. to the point you wouldn't. You wouldn't have gone outside for two weeks <laughs> because you, you'd have been ridiculed by your friends so much. Look, it'd be great if we could do something. And we've all speculated. Yeah, can we what do if something? You, you know, what if you drop a daisy cutter right in the wall of the eye? We got a navy. Disrupt it. You got a navy, you don't you? Navy, don't. Well, even if you're going to call them but the military, you just can't do it. It's too big. I can promise you this: dumping ice in the water is not the answer. I'll give you that. No. Greg, do you also think you can change the direction of the wind? No, Rick. Like yeah, flying. Got Air Force, don't we? <laughs> and Navy's going to also help move it. <laughs> so we're going to send the Air Force it, some and the of that, Navy out there. Some of that has to do with where it is on Earth. I mean, if it was in the Southern Hemisphere, it'd be spinning the other way. I guess. Um, yeah. It, uh, you know, I, it, it's I, a lot of water going down the the, the drain. Really, yeah. if you take his same logic. You really could say this. Um, are you caught off guard by hurricanes? You move to the water. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you move to where the, the coast is, and now you're complaining that you have to do hurricanes. That's part of moving to the coast, my friend. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right. And keep in mind, as we said last week, the Obamas are so concerned about what's going to happen to the coastline, they bought a $15 million house right on it. <laughs> Rick, that that just anybody the, that, that was cannot the, grasp that one. Well, I, I'm worried about you. Well, you don't what, have walking around. Let sense. me tell you what I did. I'm I'm literally holding a pen. I wish it was one of our Rick and Bubba 25th anniversary pens because it, 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 it writes even better. I got you. Let me have a Rick and Bubba 20. Here's what I'm going to do with the Obama's move on the House. Okay, <laughs> let's say that I've got a list of people that believe in man-made climate change. Let's say I've got a whole list. Mm-hmm. I've got the Obamas listed right now. Last week I took this Rick and Bubba 25th anniversary pen mm-hmm. and I marked through their name. Because they do not believe it. No. Nope. Because if they believed it, then they would not buy a house for $15 million on, right, the, on the water. On the very coastline that they say because of rising sea levels and man made climate change is going to be destroyed. You just wouldn't do it. So you did it, so you don't really believe it. End of subject. You can't. So there are, look, I crawl right, look, I'm right through them. People who believe, I still have, you know who I don't have a line through? Ed Begley Jr. He's still there. Yeah. yeah he's still he riding it. his bike across LA. He believes it because, because he's living yeah. his life like he believes it. You know, and and, and mm-hmm. that'll preach, by the way, on much bigger things than climate change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, so Obama's the list. I, I've marked through them. This cat, I don't know what he believes, but he believes the military needs to do something about the intensity of hurricanes. He's just an idiot. <laughs> it's, it, it, look at that face right there. I mean, that guy walks around and breathes. Vote? Yeah. I mean, he drives a car. Yeah, he breathes. He votes. He and, eats and food. Probably actually procreated. You think? I don't know. Yeah, I did. I tell you one thing: if somebody did have a baby with them, they never carried on a conversation prior to the accident. Yeah, no, they didn't. Hey, honey, you know we got Navy. <laughs> <laughs> we get Air Force. Kids, come here. Listen to Dad. 
So we got a Navy, right? Yes, Daddy. <laughs> go get some ice. Go get some ice. Get a bucket of ice. Let's go pour it out here in the Gulf and see if we can hang. <laughs> I mean, what is he talking about? I mean, that, that's lunacy. <laughs> got Air Force, don't we? <laughs> got a Navy, don't we, Greg? Yeah, we do. <laughs> what do they do? They ain't got nothing to do. They ain't got nothing to do. What do you think about the, the Giants this year, huh? You think Eli Manning's going to make it? They got that kid from Duke. Uh, all right, 15 minutes past the hour. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up with your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. One minute past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. We are back. And we thank you for being with us. And lines are available. And this is a phone troll. So we'll roll through. Long distance, directory assistance. I say, Eric, up to one, two. I just say, hey, hey, mama, this is Mr. Rhythm and Blues. He said hello and put me on hold. All right, lines are available. Helmsy's taking your phone calls. And we'll roll through these. So you can get in right now at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Talk about whatever you want to talk about. At 30 seconds, uh, this will sound, which means we'll move people quickly in front of you and get the line moving. Shameless plugs, meaningless shout-outs. Those get an instant buzzer because uh, we're trying to get a lot of information, get some questions, get some comments, get them in ready to go. And there is room available for you available for you right now if you'll call 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll start with Clay in Illinois. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone trolls. Hello, Clay, and welcome to Rick and Bubba. Good morning. Hey, I have a question about, you know, in, in Genesis, it talks about before God confused the languages, he said if man could reach, go so high, he could do anything, right? Mm-hmm. So, so knowing that, uh, what about this harp? I've heard rumors about in Alaska, the high altitude yeah. high altitude research project is right. that real? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, our military is always researching stuff. You know, we got a lot of cool stuff. It doesn't just happen overnight. They have to try a lot of things. They have a lot of failures. But uh, the Harp Division, you know, what is that? Google's got some group, the X group. You know, that that's out there experimenting on stuff. And you know, I, I would. I'm glad that the U.S. military does experiment on some of these things to bring us these high tech toys. Jeff and Glencoe. Jeff, thirty seconds. Go ahead. I don't know how it ties into biblical. Stuff. Hey guys. Hey, did y'all hear about that woman in Australia got killed by a rooster? I did not. Yeah, she went out and uh, went to her hen house to get eggs, and it attacked her, and it poked uh, poked her leg and hit a varicose vein, and she bled out. Oh no! Yeah, they will come up and go after you. Mm, yeah, I mean they it's will. Real, so I was waiting for the punchline. So no, no, yeah, no, no, we no, were all. Thank the Lord, there isn't one. Yeah. But I mean, it's still sad right. because someone's been killed death by a rooster. Yeah, yeah. And, if you uh, die by a rooster, I think it was your time. Yeah. Well, just can't. You know, they can't get after you. Yeah, I mean, they, they, yeah, they're they here. They're, they, they're not killing many people. We continue. Well, Greg, not many, but they killed somebody. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, one we know of. Yeah. Dang, varicose vein. Yep. Smiley, out of Huntsville, one hundred point three, the river. Smiley, go ahead. Hey, buddy, how y'all doing? Good. Uh, I was just going to say, you know, I'm going to be an Alabama fan, even if we were uh, unranked. But I was just wondering, are we ever going to get a consistent kicker one day? Well, this was supposed to be the number one kicking prospect in the country. 
Um, and I don't know what it is. I, you know, we've got a theory on it. We've talked about it here. You know, Coach Saban is is. I mean, he's he rules with an iron fist. Yep. And I think that a lot of players respond to that at, at a lot of positions, but I don't think the kickers do. I think it freaks them all out. Yeah, because this is like a kicker that everybody wanted. Well, because mm-hmm. in the past Could've he gone had gone. Anywhere, with, he didn't want to use a scholarship. He had to walk on guys, and they were all over the road. And then now. I think he he went. We're going to upgrade and get get a good one, and and then I think maybe the same thing is freaked. Do you think that's possible? Because you know, and I know, we've all seen it. Usually, coaches just tell the kickers to get away, go do whatever you do, go down there, kick, yep, kick, yep, kick. Right. And the more you what talk they, to them, do? kick, 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 right, get down there. Right, right. And and the more you mess with them, the weirder they get. Well, I've told you this story before, and I think I've said it on the air, but this one's worthy of coming back around again. I mean, you let them smoke. You do whatever they want to yeah. do down there. Just kick. Well, I, kick. I, it, that kind of killed my punchline. But I, I actually, <laughs> I'm when, sorry. When, I, when, I, when I was at Troy, I had, you know, we were, Greg and I and all of us played high school. Right when the, the, the specialized kickers, I, I saw my first one in 1982. I'd never seen one before. Like, that's all. And they, it was rare. And that, that's all they do is kick. Well, in college, it had already kind of, in yeah. high, in high school we didn't see any. No, uh, we, we saw one linebacker with a neck rope. Yeah, kick. we saw yeah. one in '82. So <laughs> I was at Troy, and I'd never been around specialized kickers. I'd, I'd never experienced it. I didn't know. And there was a group of guys down there, and some were punting, and others were kicking. And and so I was talking to one of the assistant coaches, and I'm like, "Well, what what is this down here?" <laughs> and, and he's like, uh, "He said that's our specialized kickers." <laughs> And uh, and and I said, well, they they don't appear to be doing a whole lot. Uh, they don't even have their helmets on. And, and and he says, yeah, we just wanted to go down there and kick. And I did say, I said, should they be smoking? <laughs> I, mean, I, I look at I look at the punters. Going, <laughs> and and, and, uh, and, and he looked at me. He goes, no, the smoking is not preferred. Yeah, yeah. But just don't, we may say, just don't bother them. Yeah, you don't mess with them. Don't talk to them. Just let them run in and kick and let them do their thing. But if you if you try to get them two foot. Bally, it seems like it messes them up. Yeah, I think I think there's something to that. I really do. <laughs> they're, what they're other fragile. explanation could you have? You know what I described, and this, and this is not going to be – but nobody's going to like this, but I'm just going to say I know, it. but we just got to speak the truth. I'm just going to say it. We know that in – I think it's I think it's in, it's in first or second Peter. Peter is making the comment about being harsh. Now, hear me out. I'm just talking about equal but not same. With, with your wife. And and he says anybody who you know is is harsh with their wife that it all it it it, it God does not hear their prayers, and he says well, you got to recognize them as the weaker vessel, not meaning in in value at all. He's just saying you know porcelain breaks easier than steel, but porcelain is more valuable than steel. So it's not a value statement. He was just saying they break easier. Mm-hmm. Don't 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 treat a woman like a man, and so. In, in the football era, I think what we have over here is that kickers are very valuable, but they break easier. You know what I mean? And, and, and I think that, uh, that you, you may be on to something. Is that what I'm saying? I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, just, I mean, what other conclusion can you draw? I remember. To be excellent in so many areas for so long, yeah. and that kicking thing, when that ball hit the crossbar, I thought, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> well, I was. I, I mean, again, you know, after a totally different approach to the kickers than, than in the past. Well, I was, I was a snapper also. So I had to go snap with the, the holders and the, and the punters. And I remember the first time I encountered one that that's all they did. And I made the mistake. And the guy went on to play for the Detroit Lions, the great Van Wee. 
and he was back there, and he was a great kicker. And I made the mistake of saying, would you prefer me to snap it into the chest of the holder, which the coaches prefer so it doesn't get away, or do you want me to snap it, you like it more over the tee? And about 15 minutes later, he was still thinking about that. Yeah. He was like, hmm, interesting. And everybody on the team said, don't ask him questions like that. <laughs> Just snap the ball. He didn't need to think about that. Now he's thinking about it. Hmm. Yeah, if you snap it over the tee, it's going to be a much smoother transition for me. But if the ball gets away, that's problematic. If you snap it into the chest, I can't see it till he puts it down. It takes longer. It takes a little longer, yeah. but it's safer. Hmm. <laughs> Let me think about that for a minute. And meanwhile, I'm like Let holding my, I'm holding my shirt it. tail in my mouth because you know, I was trying to see through yeah. my legs because we had those practice jerseys that hang down. Oh yeah. And uh, and I'm I'm like they just said please don't ask kickers things like that. <laughs> kickers are strange people. Yeah. They're important, but they're strange. And it goes for the job. Yeah. You you got to be careful how you handle them. Uh, we'll come back. Eight six six. We be big. I, I, yeah, I saw that. By the way, Ollie uh, mentioning that. You know, that was oh, one, yeah. that was one of those heroic moments for kickers. Even though it cost. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's not. He's not used to tackling anybody. Yeah, tried in bounds. You won't get fifteen. <laughs> we'll come back. Your phone calls are still coming in. If you're on hold, we'll chat with you at eight six six. We be big. Don't forget the Rick and Bubba website. If you shop the Rick and Bubba store, speaking of getting your swag for the season, if you got your Rick and Bubba swag, buy it today. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is 35 minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. We're going to get the rest of your phone calls coming up here, and we'll move through those. LifeLock, I was just telling Bubba uh, earlier in the program, in one of the breaks, I said, look, here's the problem. Um, Sherry and I got an alert from LifeLock over the weekend, and undoubtedly, if if anybody has got you to fill out the information so you can be on their e-vite list, hey, we want to invite you to things we're doing. Some teams do this. uh, Schools do this sometimes. Well, Evite has had a data breach. Now, it hasn't come – I haven't heard about it in the headlines yet, but I got something from LifeLock. Say, look, yep. if you had an Evite, your information, somebody's got it, and it could be on the dark web. So that's the dark web. The dark web, Bubba. And, uh, so, but, but others uh, – here's another thing that I want to alert you to that LifeLock does want me to talk about today. Uh, and, it, and there's a major way to pair speakers, printers, and numerous other third-party devices, and we like those with our smartphone or a computer, but Bubba, they're saying these things, uh, they, they, they are wide open for attacks. Uh, attacks they are not secure. Uh, security researchers revealed that hackers can access Bluetooth to not only listen in on data being sent between two devices, but they can also do it um, clandestine. How do you say clandestine? Clandestine. You got yeah, clandestinely. <laughs> Uh, oh, uh, wow. I was okay till I got the hell yeah. at the end. They can do it uh, as well, meaning you don't know what's going on. They, you don't even know they're listening, and they are. Uh, so Bluetooth devices uh, can uh, be affected by every single standard complaint, uh, and, they, and, and the ones that these security researchers have tested said, mm, these things are not secure. Be careful with your Bluetooth. Now, here we go again. But anyway, so have the protection. It doesn't, it doesn't mean you got to shut your Bluetooth, Bluetooth down. I have had some <laughs> people tell me that you need to turn it on and off. Don't just leave it on. 
but then that's a hassle. Yep. You know, it can be. But anyway, but uh, the bottom line is to have the protection of LifeLock and Norton Security. That's what you need to do. It's not a lot of money. We get you ten percent off too with the promo code Bubba. Call one eight hundred LifeLock or go to LifeLock.com or RickandBubba.com under the sponsors button. To the phones we go. Eight six six. We be big. An anonymous caller out of Prattville. Uh, anonymous, welcome to the Rick and Bubba show. How are you? Good morning. Hey, hey, Anonymous, go ahead. Uh, I wanted to ask about Jenkins. Mm-hmm. I don't get to listen to y'all every day, so mm. I wasn't sure mm. if I had just missed Jenkins calling or if I, anyway, I just missed Jenkins. Is this, is this, is, is this Jenkins' mom? Well, I'm anonymous. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Rick. <laughs> we miss his calls too. He just yeah. First of all, I, there, uh, in today's technology, this thing of I don't get to listen every day. No, no, no. You can choose to listen anytime you want to. You can go back if you can't listen to it live. Go back, and, and there's no excuse. Uh, but no, we haven't heard from the Jink in a while, and this is kind of a major Jenkins deal. I mean. Um, well, he, last I heard, Rick, he was plowing up every acre of land he had to plant cannabis. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. So he's been busy with that. But he just wants to make rope out of the heat. I mean, yeah, that, yeah. that's it. Well, yeah, this, yeah. All, this, he, uh, this ought to be his day, This man. is his day right now. Haven't heard from the jink. Midwives, uh, care of. We continue. <laughs> uh, let's, go to, um, let's go to Don, Decatur, Alabama, 100.3, <laughs> the river. Don, go ahead. Welcome to the program. Hey, Biggins. How are y'all this morning? Good. Great. Good, good. Rick, I know you played a little ball in your day, and I've just got to verify some things. Why in the world do we uh, – you got fourth and one, and you got 300-pound linemen, and you snap the ball back six yards to get one yard. That's first question. Yeah. Uh, second, second question is uh, the center can come to the line. He can turn around and uh, look at the quarterback, point to the free safety, Name the family trees of all the people on defense, and that's not offsides. But if he were to have a have a uh, little nerve shake or something, he yeah. would be offside. Yeah, I think they've given the center permission now to move the. You know, when we were playing; you yeah. couldn't move it around at all, yeah. and they certainly do. You're right, and yeah, I, the, the shotgun teams. You know, I, the thing on short yardage. Uh, I don't know why it's so difficult to have a goal line package that gets you back under the center. And you need to work on it because if not, the quarterback's not accustomed and to that, it. That's what—that's the problem, right? That's we, what the coaches that. tell isn't, me. Isn't that what practice is for? They said once they get used to doing that shotgun, they feel uncomfortable under center, and you see that a lot of times. They mishandle the ball because they're not used yeah. to you know getting out of the way of the lineman and stuff. So they're better just to stay in the shotgun. That's what they tell us. Yeah, but to your point, it does feel odd just from a common sense standpoint that I need a half a yard but I'm not going to uh, give the ball to the person that needs to get me the half a yard until they're three yards back, uh, in the backfield. Uh, you're, but you're, if, you, if you're going to go over the top, there's times you need that extra step to get, get, into, mm-hmm. get up to speed to go over like you saw Gatewood do, and that was the old Cam Newton play that Auburn mm-hmm. used to run. Billy and Dothan, News Talk 103.9. Billy, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey, Rick. Hey, buddy. I love you, brother. Hey, uh, That's never a good, good sign. Man. When I somebody – when somebody starts like that, it's never good. No. So go ahead. I'm, I'm ready. Yeah. There's something you do that just gets underneath my skin, and I've, it's just been kind of just building up for a little while, and I just got to tell you. Okay, I'll you try know, to see if I can't whole, address it. 
okay, one minute past the hour, two minutes past the hour, 37 and a half minutes past the hour. Brother, we know what time it is. We have watches. We have clocks. We have cell phones. We have clocks in our in our in our cars we know what time it is and it just it, you know i mean this just seems like every five minutes you do that and it's just you know sometimes it's just like i'm like ah oh, come well, on man first of it's all a bit much yeah to tell you it actually let's see it will be probably it averages about every 10 to 12 minutes that i do that uh and that right. has that has been something that has been in in radio and tv for years and years and years and maybe it has served its time uh, but uh, that that was that's something that has kind of been standard in the business for a very long time. Yeah, so, and there's still yeah. a lot of people don't have their phone out looking at it. So. Right. So uh, yeah, that but that's been a, a standard deal that will be difficult to break after so many years of doing it. But uh, but this and, and the right. people wanted it. That's how come it was done to begin with. Yeah. So yeah, matter of fact, in radio, one of the first things you were always taught is be sure to let them know what time it is. Yep. Uh, because I right. guess in the early days it was it was more important than it is now. Uh, I, like I said, I don't right. even I don't even wear a watch because you have a phone, uh, and for some reason I make watches stop. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'll uh, I, I probably won't stop doing that. Uh, but uh, but 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 I, but I'll try. I'll work on it. Well, I'm not going to stop listening to you. I mean, yeah. I, I, I. Oh, okay. Well, if it's not a deal breaker, you, then I probably won't address it. No, 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 yeah. no. I mean, everything from your your face to, to how you conduct yourself, you know, and on the radio. So I just thought I'd just bring that up. That's all. But can I tell time. you? Can I tell you of all the things that I need <laughs> to work on that I were afraid you were going to address? <laughs> I really came out pretty good on you that. You did. One. That's yeah. easy. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. But I appreciate that. I understand, and you may be right. That may be something that is outdated. And uh, and we'll certainly have that discussion. And then I tell you what I'll do. I'll try not to do it for um, for a few weeks. And then you know what I'll get. Hey man, how come you don't tell yeah. us tell us the time anymore? Uh, so uh, so we'll see. In uh, case you're wondering, 17 minutes till top. Of <laughs> Just FYI, FYI. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, thank you, Sounds man. Good. Sounds hey, good. I appreciate you. Have a good day. Thanks for yeah. listening. Thanks for your encouragement. And I appreciate that, man. Eight six six. We be big. I know. Big time to call on that. Well, you know, and and he's right. There's certain things that are kind of outdated. You know, like you think about with all the different technology out there, if you're going back and listening to archives, that's not the right time for you. You know what I mean? So it really only applies to to live. I bet you'd be shocked, though, how many people are listening while they're getting ready in the bathroom or in the shower or somewhere in between that, and they don't have a clock in front of them or a phone or something. Jennifer and Jasper. 1047 WZZK. Jennifer, go ahead. Hey, good morning. I was just going to say, I love it when y'all do that. Because like Bubba just said, when I'm getting ready in the bathroom and I'm looking in the mirror, I get distracted. I may lose track of time. So that really helps me. So I say keep doing it. Okay, We're so helping America stay on time. Okay. Right? Well, it is. Well, that was back to what I thought. And, and like you said, most people, you, you, all these things we go is, is, does it do more good than bad? And, yeah. And that's what it, you have It doesn't take up a lot of time either. It, it doesn't. Uh, we continue. Let's go to uh, let's go to uh, Will in Alabama. Will, Will, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. What's going on, big guy? You, buddy. Hey, I feel her pain too. Every time I look in the mirror, I get distracted too. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, have y'all noticed that uh, a couple months back, everybody was so excited to go raid Area Fifty One? Millions of people had signed up. And then all of a sudden, bam, Popeye's chicken sandwich, and everybody forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> bam. That's they good. traded aliens for bam. chicken sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. Ollie and Flomaton. Ollie, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I was just 
going to say the uh, Oregon punter, I don't think he was smoking a Marlboro at practice. I think he slipped over to the linebacker drill. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, the, the their punter threw a guy down. Sadly, he, he, mm-hmm. he decided to get violent out of bounds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that was the sad part about it. That actually was a big play. Yeah, it was. And uh, he went back. I love when the announcers, because he was over there laughing about it, and the announcers were going, you know, this is really not funny. This no. is this is this is not a good penalty here. <laughs> yeah, he was over here like, hey, look at me, I threw somebody down. Hey, buddy, you cost us fifteen. This is not <laughs> after a good return. Yeah, after yeah. a good return, this is not helping. Yeah, really. it, it was a good return. The fact the kicker was making the, the yeah, play. Yeah. In fact, he was the last guy standing. Fifteen minutes to the top of the hour. We'll be back. Eight six six. We be big is our number. Uh, we have much to do on the program, and we'll jump into some of the more stories of the day. We'll have more of your phone calls coming up. We'll be right back. Rick. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We are back. So it looks like... Sadly, uh, to the caller that is uh, bothered by the time updates, now I'm starting again to, to get inundated with emails of people that do not want to lose the time checks because they say they do help them. So, uh, yeah, get ready for your email of the day yeah, on that. Well, that's all right. And it'd be difficult to stop doing it, like I told the caller anyway, just because it's become so habitual for 30 years of doing it, uh, 25 here together. All right, so a couple of things. You know, when we get to um, – we, you know, these are these moments in Rick and Bubba University where we want to say, look, everybody just listen, and these are just things to consider. So let's try to be as informed as we can be. So then we can decide, you know, what our worldview might be on any topic. Uh, number one, I want to caution everybody that is is running to the vape age, you know, kids, and I, I don't know what it is, our obsession with wanting to inhale things into our lungs. but, uh, but Especially smoke. Yeah, we as, we as a people – Undoubtedly, this we this we've been digging inhaling stuff into our lungs for a long time, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I don't know why. But uh, but then, of course, where we really usually get in trouble is if we find ourselves in what I call a false sense of security. Oh, good, I can still inhale things into my lung, but it's just mm-hmm. it's just vaping. Uh, it's just it's it's just uh, um, it's just vapor. That's that's all it is. Well, we have a Utah teen that says they will never touch a vape again after a coma and lung disease. Uh, the Utah teen who spent years performing vaping tricks and testing out new products, urging others to put the pins down after she landed in the hospital in a coma with a rare lung disorder. I had fat particles growing inside my lungs uh, that was related to the glycerin in vape juice. And see, this is the thing. All these things that people are telling you to put in your vaping apparatus – you don't know where this stuff is coming from. You don't know what and you we, don't know what it's going to do. And we don't know because you're all a bunch of guinea pigs. We also don't know how the body will respond to having these things inhaled into the lungs. Hello to this yeah. story. And um can I just give all of you a heads up? Try to see if you can't get to a place in life where you don't inhale anything. You don't vape, you don't smoke cigarettes or marijuana how about fresh air in your lungs i'm gonna say that you got enough problems with that i'm gonna say that that vaping smoking cigarettes and smoking marijuana smoking crack these are all bad yeah okay bad. so bad. just what then and see this is the next thing and a lot of times these kids end up with um, 
uh, with and, and one of the things too that that they're starting to notice uh, with a lot of things you you've even heard this discussion before in those that debate you know the what the Bible has to say about alcohol consumption and some people come in and say well look you got to consider one thing about the the level of alcohol that that you find in a glass of wine today or into some of the other drinks that you would have found then. Well, there's a lot of people talking about this when it comes to marijuana. The, the, the marijuana of the 60s is not the marijuana of today. Uh, it, it is much more potent. It is much. Uh, it, it even has more danger, a lot of it. And when you get into the synthetic marijuana, you got really, really big problems. And what we've done is we, you know, vape shops started popping up on every corner before we could even realize, hey, whoa, 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 let's whoa hey, now. hey, easy. Whoa. Everybody's vaping. <laughs> and so here is a, a teenager that says, look, I didn't realize it, but the, these juices and all these flavors and stuff I was putting in the vape, they just, they destroyed my lungs. Mm. So just vaping, not, not good. Uh, keep, keep, keep an eye out for those of you that are like, you know, there's vaping going on everywhere. It's, it's, it's not oh, good. Yeah. It's not good. Uh, we, we got a jewel to jewel. Oh, I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. All, my jewel. Also, <laughs> uh, we, we go back to um, – uh, back to sea levels again. Uh, for some reason, this is really in the news lately. Rick, I think they meant this story to support their claims about global warming and sea levels. But to me, it says right opposite. Tell me, tell me if you see this the way mm, I do. There's no doubt it. A That's group true. of scientists studying evidence preserved in a cave formation have found that global sea levels were as much as 52 feet higher, more uh, than 3 million years ago than they are today. Now, keep in mind, we're first off, we're studying something three million years ago. We can't tell you where Dorian's going to be at five o'clock today. Okay? Right, right. Uh, their findings is based on the analysis of deposits in the Arta, A R T A cave on some island. I can't mm-hmm. pronounce that. Right, right. They depict a time when Earth was two to three degrees uh, Celsius warmer than in the pre-industrial age and have implications for the study of current day sea level rise. So, Rick, I think what they're trying to say here is that as this warms up, the sea levels are going to be 52 feet higher. So we better prepare for that. I mean, the tragedy, we got to do something. But to me, what it says is the sea levels have always fluctuated. Before there was industrial this, before there was man, before there was cars, before there were farting cows and all that stuff. Right. And there's really nothing we can do about it. It's not affecting it. And, Rick, they go on. This is, this is what really gets me. It says um, here it says uh, that the measurements right, uh, right now are, are, that they found in this cave are very close to the levels we see today. Well, wait a minute. How could it be that high then if man is causing it now? I know. What was causing it back then? I know. To me, this story there, says there's really nothing you can do about it. It says man has nothing to do with it. This is a cla- I don't think they meant it that way. Right. This is a classic case of somebody trying to be sharp and rushing out their information without thinking it through. If you're in, let, Let's just take this study to Bubba's point. Let's, just, let's take it as fact. Okay, let's don't even question the years, none of that. I know some of you would say, Rick, I, come on, three million years. Okay, I, look, and you and I would probably find, you know, look at the way they measure it, and, and they'll say it so confidently when their measurements are, eh. But anyway, let, let's say that these people are 100% right, okay? Here's something that I know. Uh, they're talking about the pre-industrial era. I think three million years ago would have been that. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, it, 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 so you're saying that three million years ago, somehow, 
the earth warmed, and when it warmed, sea levels got up to 52 feet higher than they are right now. And the CO2 levels were the same then as they are now. I don't, but hey, we're affecting it now. What was affecting it then? Right. Hey, guys, you're, you're, basic, natural, you're basically saying there's nothing we can do about it because it's not man-made. You're now yeah. saying that you have found proof that this warming, if it is going on, we can't draw a line to industry and it being man-made because we just found a cave that said we had this issue three million years ago. Because what they love to do now, and we saw this even with Biden commenting on the hurricane, they love a cause and effect mm. scenario they can quote. Oh, yes. Global warming is causing Dorian hurricanes. Okay? That's, that's a given. We, quit denying it. It's the facts. Come on, guys. Get with it. We need a parliamentary system to recall the president because he doesn't believe Don't it. Don't miss that comment. Okay? <laughs> but by the same cause and effect, we have to go back. It was 52 foot higher, and we had the same amount of carbon in the atmosphere. What caused it then? Well, we don't have an answer for it. So then we can say, well, we don't know that we're causing it now. It appears it's doing its own thing. They want the story just to say warming means higher sea levels, but they have inconveniently forgotten, oh, so it warmed 3 million years ago? Yeah. Without cars, Rick. How'd they do it? How'd that happen? Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station, but they should be. Two conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba Show, brand new hour. From the broadcast plaza and teleport. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, Team Rick and Bubba, all on the field and ready for a brand new hour. Our golden ticket seat guest watching here in the studio, big boy outside with that reassuring face, 25 years strong, baby. Rick, but we got to get the whole team on the field, so put your hands together and welcome back number 12 on his jersey, number one in your heart, Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here, glad to be part of the Rick and Bubba family. Bubba, we need an update uh, on your growing. Uh, Bubba was injured. Uh, Do we need theme music for this? Well, oh, I, I, I had one, but I, I thought... He gave, he gave a disturbing update in the kitchen. Yes, he did. Uh, yes, he, sure he did. did. And it was well, visual, and it was visual. It was tough. I, uh, I want to say this. Those of you who do not know, I really think there's a couple of things we need to address. Bubba was injured, uh, uh, of course, playing pickleball. I, I'm calling for a ban on pickleball. Pickleball is, is dangerous. Uh, it's it's uh, it's very dangerous. And it's uh, the paddles are, are annoying. They're loud. Uh, Certain and, ones, and I think I think we have to ask the question: Is is pickleball a detriment to society? Yeah, hey, look Rick, what it did I'll to Bubba. I say this: Look what it did to I, Bubba. I, I've had a torn ACL, and this hurts worse. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is ridiculous, and uh, and it won't let up. This is a a week today, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Yeah. seven days ago. Well, you you've been unfortunately updating us the whole way with pictures to go with it. Yeah, yeah how and, about that? And what's happened now since you've pulled the muscle, torn the muscle, whatever you've done? 
it's in a very uh, unfortunate location. Yeah, and it is. and now <laughs> as the bruising and all of this begins to work its like way, I'm leaking tar. Yeah, to work its way yes. down the leg, we've got ourselves a, a pretty nasty, purpley leg. Well, I I've already talked to our doc, and I'm I'm headed there today. So we get done. Uh, what are they going to do today? There. Well, Greg thinks he knows. What? It goes back to our conversation this morning we first got here about um, the mesh. Yeah, the mesh. Yeah. The, uh, I think I know what they're uh, going to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get him down. Well, I just, um, <laughs> so what, what's the so, lawsuit on that? So, Rick, uh, <laughs> we are going to go to the doctor today, and I was told they'll probably have to do uh, an ultrasound. Excuse me? What? An ultrasound on the area. Yeah. <laughs> Help me. Uh, which that's, that's always exciting right that's there. That's going to involve a jelly. Yeah, you get the old jelly and the old transducer, Rick. When are you going to do the reveal? <laughs> <laughs> what, if you, what if they were, like, actually doing that and you looked up and you saw a hot dog in there and you saw a biscuit, you know, you're like, well, what's that? Uh, Pizza. Well... Rick, that's a lot of growth because you Rick. looked over here. Right you looked over here at us too. You know what that's like. Look, this here's the quarterback. This is me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't yeah. hit him, Rick. Don't hit him. Try but not Rick, to. Rick, you know I, I'm I'm very oh. ticklish anyway. So you oh, know when boy. I had to have my other procedure done, I, I started laughing so much. People yeah. were coming down the hall to be sure I was right. okay. Engine Joe. So, so are, what, is there some concern here? I mean, what, what are we after? Uh, like in uh, like well, we got to figure out why what's going on here. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to get a handle on that. Doggone pickleball. Rick, and you saw. <laughs> <laughs> that is precious. Those that of you are watching on YouTube, you saw it somehow. <laughs> somehow Adler or Speedy One found a picture of an ultrasound that oh. showed a, a big old cheeseburger. <laughs> Man, that's good. <laughs> Print that out. I'm going to carry it into the dock. I'm going to tell him I had one done for him. Yeah, that's I good. think I found that's the good. problem. He'll love that. He'll love that. <laughs> the. Um, but hey, it's just hurting. <laughs> All kinds of food. It ain't, it ain't getting no better, Rick. Is it? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Too. Yeah. That's good. It's not getting any better, is it, buddy? No, it ain't. Well, it just happens. Boy, it's mm-hmm. aggravating. It is very. And, you know, I'll be fine if they go, hey, it's just going to be that way. You got to tough it out. But, you know, you, right now you think, hey, what? Did I tear something? The What's visual is pretty rough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah those pictures. It's like a satin tar. <laughs> Mm-hmm. No, I mean, yeah, it's not good. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know why good. too. You always, and it's just not you, but when you, people just want to show you. Oh, you know, anytime you got an injury or had mm-hmm. surgery, everybody wants you to like look a hair, like a hair. Like, and they don't say well, there's only so much. Up. There's right. only so much of this one you can show. Well, this goes back to this. I'd like to. Yeah, I'd well. like to almost. <laughs> you know, Icing's yeah. fun too. You, you know, <laughs> yeah, Whoa, what's going? Hey on? now, <laughs> sensitive. <laughs> hey now, hey. <laughs> Where's the crow? The well, the the thing that. Is about this. I'd like to like give hand out a list, to everybody. Okay, if you've hurt anything from from your chest up, you can show us. Yeah, anything from from the chest surgeries. So I don't I don't want to see it. I don't want to look at no. it. I don't want you to pull your shorts back. No, yeah, no. You know, these surgery people. I know. Rick, then when you say Rick, they pull your look. I know. Look, yeah. at, look, look at that. Look at I don't that. want to look at. I don't like that. Does that mean I shouldn't show this picture from our group chat? Huh? From our group chat? Yes. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, don't show this picture. Oh, the one oh. I sent y'all? Oh, no. Yeah. Well, see, there was Not some. Not old lad. There was some comedy. Oh. There was some comedy in that because we're going, hey, that pickleball calls yeah, that. Nice. You know what that looks like? Somebody saying, ham's ready. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was the shank. <laughs> Shank. <laughs> Shank. Uh, you got that one side that's burned. Yeah. Oh, what was that? Oh, that's good. That. 
That's good. Bubba, I got to tell you. Uh, I don't think that's oh ever going to be normal. It's, like yeah. flesh it's worse than that Eric, now. He's yeah, been at the is. beach. you got flesh-eating bacteria. Hey, it's worse than that now. Oh, yeah. I know. Believe me, he showed us. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> he sure did. So, now, did so you mention time. something about a hernia, too? What's going on there? I think well, he's I adding know. a bunch of stuff. I, I'm just get it all looked at. Yeah. He claims a lot of it's because that's where they went in with that cat. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's maybe some of that tore loose. I don't know. That's, something that's been a year loose. ago. Hasn't it? I know, but if you tore something else, I've yeah. had something that, that's been there 50 years and it tore. Got so you some mash, you ready? <laughs> he is just he is so hung on it. He started early today, oh, Rick, when I, I first got here. Yeah. Well, I would say, you, been, did you think about it on the way over yeah, today? <laughs> You're in for an uncomfortable ultrasound. Let me oh, just tell you that right now, because I had to have one mm. in the lower track, and it's a it's a it's a very <laughs> got to get in there and get a shot. Hey, it's you? a bizarre situation yeah. you find yourself yeah. in. Yep. Keep your pride but, in the car. Guess you know what they do? They'll yeah, cover everything up just to get the air out they need to work mm-hmm. on. Them, which, in my opinion, that makes it worse. Yeah, because <laughs> then everybody because then it's like saying, "Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome." There it is. Now it's in the center ring. Now it's in the frame. With a spotlight. Yeah. <laughs> On the main stage. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and now our headliner. <laughs> you <know? laughs> but you know what? And, uh, and the guest you've all been waiting for. <laughs> Here he is. You know, <laughs> get your cell phones ready. Uh, only us would have documentation of, of how you hurt yourself. But it just doesn't look like the the activity no. equals the injury. What I saw it was pickleball ball that and it was doggone pickleball. Right. Mm. It's pickleball. I know. Like I said this morning, I said it's not like you just got back from Everest. No, and we're all really. like, man, you made it to the league. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it cost you, but you the skydive. <laughs> hey, it cost you, but you made it. Or if he'd have just been running when it happened. He was like semi-walking. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even got up to speed yet. Yeah. It ain't like he was running. His <laughs> speed is impression when he kept going by. <laughs> 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 trying, to, trying to catch up with your upper half. What was funny is the giant racket going with it. You're so You're trying to. Your lower half to get back under you, and you can't do it. You like that guy? Oh my god! Here it comes. But right now, good. you're fine. You're fine, and now you're in trouble. It's like if somebody could have just pushed <laughs> you, <laughs> your butt. <laughs> His arms coming back like a ski jumper. <laughs> In the wide world of sports. Uh, and there's the oh, look. Man. <laughs> And, and when you're dealing with an injury in this area, in this muscle muscle pull, tear, whatever we're going to find out it is. Mm. See, my thought is, because I know what, what it's going to be like, my Ooh. first thought is I will not be right for a very long time. <laughs> no, no. This is yeah. going to look at that See, look, if it is, and he just says, look, you got to you ride it out, that's fine. At least you know what you're up against. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Don't have something else going on. Yeah, you yeah. don't want that. <laughs> it's uh, no, I really, I, I mean, when you – Brought them all. When someone says what happened, I mean, it, 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 it's, yeah, it's not a great no, story. It's not. Well, I was <laughs> looking across the net at a middle-aged woman over the church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, let me tell you what happened. Hey, she had quite a volley. <laughs> Part of me thinks you should have just gone ahead and fall, fell and rolled yeah. over. I think you should just dove. Just, yeah, just dove. Yeah. But I, think I almost you- did. So we'll get an update. There's Bubba's update. <laughs> Tried to save it. This is ridiculous. I'm embarrassed by it. Really. Well, I mean, it's I'm embarrassed. It's live. 16 minutes past. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Hey.
Hey, this is Phil Robinson out of Duck Dynasty. You're listening to Rick and Bubba. Pay attention. 21 minutes now past the hour. It's the Rick and Bubba show. 866 We Be Big's the number. So want to know your name. We'll uh, get to more of your phone calls coming up here in a few moments. Uh, Bubba, you know how I am anti-large food. Uh, I don't like big food. Look at me. I got a, I got a giant sandwich. It's three blocks long. <laughs> I, I live in a gourd. Right. I've made a pizza the size of the Grand Canyon. Uh, well, now Costco is selling a magnificent 72-pound cheese wheel. I saw that. For $900. Wait a minute. Who needs that much cheese? Greg, you got that. Mm. I, I, I don't what know. What kind of cheese is it? I like cheese. Uh, it's like it, that sharp. It looks like red or old, old, old sharp cheddar is what it looks like mm-hmm. to me. Oh, sharp's pretty good. Uh, but, On that hunk. Well, $900 worth of cheese. Well, they're saying actually. <laughs> clog up a nation. says it's Parmigiano. <laughs> what? I don't know how to say well, the I second said, word. Some kind of Parmigiano. R-E-G-G-I-A-N-O. Reg- out of the loop. Rega, Regano? I don't know. <laughs> you got me, buddy. I don't do Origiano. a lot. What's that? Origiano. Hey, watch your mouth, buddy. Oh, thank you, you are. Yeah. Origiano. Well, but who wants I that much cheese? I appreciate you. I don't thank know. Thank you a little man. <laughs> I like cheese. I thank like you, that. Adler. I, I don't. Um, Why is it Greg? It's so mean. I don't, I don't know why. It would be tough to cut that cheese. Yeah, it would. I bet we'd find a way to do it, though. <laughs> you see his face when he said that, Rick? Yeah. You're, you're so proud of it. It's special, Rick. It's been aged for 24 months. It's been imported from Italy. Well, do you need my 70, goodness. 70, where do you put it? Where, where do you keep a 72-pound what, what cheese that? wheel? How big is that? <laughs> 70, I bet 72 you. pounds would be how big. I mean, is that a tire? Is that, it, what that, is that? That's your big boy. I can go get me some mild cheddar, great value, for a couple of bucks and be just as happy. Hey, <laughs> hey, uh. Hey guys, we don't forget when you go out. You got you got your list. I do. It says here I've got to pick up a cheese wheel. Yeah, you might want to get some help with that. Yeah, I mean, well, is that big as a wheel, or, or do you, you know, need a forklift to get old, it out, or what? You remember all the old country stores and they had the big cheese wheel yeah, the and they big had that big hoop. slicer. They had the mm-hmm. hoop cheese and they would mm-hmm. roll it. And mm-hmm. But some, I mean, that's some good cheese. I just came home <laughs> with a seventy-two pound cheese, cheese wheel. Where do I put it? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what. <laughs> Yeah, how do you have to store cheese, this? Does it have y'all. to go in the fridge? Or All right, what? this gives us a good idea I'm how big it is. That much money in cheese. Nine hundred pounds Bubba. of cheese. Twelve fifty. Look at that. A pound. You, you holding your stomach, Bubba? Look. It's about like a big tire, and <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it is a tire, by the way. Uh huh. That's uh, there it is. that looks like it's on, it came it's off the Seventy-two pounds, but it's <laughs> nine hundred dollars. Right. Dang, I, I don't. I don't want that much. I just don't know where you put it. I'm real mad about where you put it. <laughs> yeah, I don't need that much. You have to have your own. I'm just trying to picture in our kitchen. You know that we 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 built our house in the era of all of our, everybody's got to have an island in the kitchen. <laughs> like, is that where it's sitting? Is it sitting? It's taking up the whole island. Yeah. It's taking up one one end of it. Is that where it is? I guess you could use it for a step ladder in the kitchen. <laughs> right. The. Uh, you know, I was I was laughing about you know when you run these kind of errands for for your wife if you're married and and I've talked about this uh, for a long period of time I believe and it's a study that I've done about women you know men, men and women equal but not the same and I said I think I figured out why women in general I know there's exceptions are can't be on time and I and I figured it out they don't have any concept about time at all or about, their local radio show don't give mm-hmm, time for right. you I knew that was coming they don't know how long anything takes you know they don't they don't they, 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 <laughs> they don't back time they, they don't back time yeah. very well perfect example 
so my wife was doing something, and I got sent on errands to go pick up a couple of items from the grocery store, okay? <clears throat> the, gro- the grocery store that I was going to was from my house because I went. I was going. I was. What was happening is I was going to get us some dinner. You know, now that we're empty nesters, you know what we eat? Whatever we want. Okay, <laughs> whenever you want. You know when we eat? Whenever we want. Yep. And so she said, since you're going over there to get our food, then go to this grocery store, and then I need these items. Okay, so that that time, you know, being a dude, I realized that from our house, that's about a twelve minute ride. Okay. In, in between 10 and 15 for me to get there, probably around 12. Now, keep in mind that I had been gone. I'd been gone for about 45 minutes, okay, which means I've had plenty of time to to go to the grocery store and get the food. I mean, more than enough time. I even got concerned that I was dragging a little bit because I sat in my truck and listened to something I was trying to finish listening to. That's how much time went by. <laughs> Okay, I am within from from me to where the golden ticket seats are sitting of pulling into my driveway and I get a text. Uh, If you're still there, I need one more thing. Still there. It's not there's no way I'm still there. I mean, I mean, it's it's like for me to still be there. It means that I've had some kind of altercation. I've been in a car wreck. You know what I mean? If if I'm still over there, something's wrong. Something held you. I mean, you know, she thought there was some scenario that I could still possibly be. 45 minutes later, still in the grocery store that's 12 minutes from the house. <laughs> and, and I thought to myself, well, there it is again. There you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. there it is again. There's no, there's no real concept of time passing. <laughs> How did you handle that? Well, uh, you know, I've learned. <laughs> I've been married for a long time. Mm-hmm. So instead of fighting it, I just, I just went in the driveway, backed up, went back out my street, went down to the grocery store that's two minutes from the house, and just went in there and grabbed that one item. And when I came in, she's like, "Oh, I'm glad I caught you in time." Now keep in mind mm-hmm. that it would be it would be impossible. Mm-hmm. It would be impossible for me to be home, okay, if if I was still at the store, right. okay, sure. it's completely impossible, okay. And I just went with it. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, you, you know, well, I was almost done. <laughs> well, you got me at the nigga time. <laughs> you got me just. I was just, walking up to the checkout. Right. I had to fight through the fact that everything we needed was at the store that was just a few minutes from the house, but but because we were get something to eat it, it was all it was a great plan and i just didn't there would have been a time i would have just went on home and said you didn't catch me in time but i thought nah you know because that's let me go ahead and grab this item it was a new kind of gentler <clears throat> i was laughing as i was pulling the driveway there trying to find a good turnaround spot you know a few feet from our house <laughs> yeah because you know, i didn't want to go through our driveway because then i thought that might she might look out and see me yeah <laughs> so somebody uh, with your same truck just came by you're not gonna believe this somebody <laughs> drove right there our driveway in your truck <laughs> really well that's probably why it took me so long to get home <laughs> you know what i mean so uh so anyway that there's just there's just no there's just no concept there it just oh, and, that, and that's it they don't realize how long yeah. have you ever like looked at your wife knowing y'all need to be somewhere and like you still see her sitting there drinking coffee and you're thinking god love her she thinks we have time to get ready yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> somewhere that window. somewhere yeah. in her mind she thinks she's gonna make it do, do you ever just yeah. laugh about it i you start know? watching something on television yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be a minute <laughs> right like yeah. that. And, and, and of course you know over time you don't say anything you know when you when you're new to it you'll say things like oh. you gotta start getting ready you don't do that anymore. 
you know, you learn to do things like tell them you got to leave at ten forty-five, and really you don't need to leave till eleven fifteen. So this is what this is what happens. Mm -hmm. Like Greg said, you go and you sit down, you start watching TV, yeah, because you know you're going to be late leaving, right? And then they finally get ready, come flying through the house and go, hurry up, you're going to make us late. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. hey, you ain't got your shoes on yet? (laughs) Well, I had them on, I took them off. Yeah, my feet were hurt because when I watch TV, I don't like to have my shoes on. And Betty has a particular walk. I've been ready for an hour and a half. Betty has a particular walk when she's coming through the house to leave. I can hear the shoes clanking on the hardwood, and it's got a hurried up pace to it. Uh The one you needed an hour ago. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Bottom of the hour. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Thirty-five minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big. We'll get to some of your phone calls coming up here shortly. Uh, I do want to point you to mypillow.com because a lot of you've been hearing about the products. Mike Lindell uh, teamed up with us years ago, uh, and you guys have helped this become the successful company that it, it currently is. Uh, but now there's an opportunity for you to save more money on the MyPillow products than ever before by going to MyPillow.com, and you're going to see a little something there that says Radio Specials. Radio Specials. You want to click on that and use the special promo code Bubba, and you'll get the absolute best price available anywhere. For example, right now you can get deep discounts on all types of MyPillows, their unique mattress topper and their Giza Dream bed sheets. And, and even more, you, have you heard about the body pillow they have? It cradles you all night long. Uh, it was eighty nine ninety nine, and with the promo code Bubba, by clicking on radio specials, you can get that baby at twenty nine ninety nine. So you see the savings we're talking about. This is nothing to scoff at. Also, all the MyPillow products, as you know, come back with a uh, come with a sixty day money back guarantee. You don't like it. In 60 days, you get a full refund. They also have a 10-year warranty, and that's quality. So go to MyPillow.com. You'll see radio specials. Click on that. Use the promo code Bubba. Save yourself some money and enjoy these tremendous products. Also at RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. All right, so we we talked about Airbnbs for a while. And um, so uh, I'm sure Adler will circle this on his calendar. Mm -hmm. Uh, So now – it's one thing to go to an Airbnb hoping you don't have a terrifying experience. Yeah. But, of course, a bunch of weirdos out there. Now we have a group that wants this particular Airbnb in hopes of having a terrifying experience. Now, Rick, you talking about great marketing. We yeah, were talking about the one. great chicken sandwich wars last week. I'm How about this what? one? The couple claims that they just can't live there anymore. Mm-hmm. They, they cannot live there. Yeah, they're out. So instead of selling the house, they're going to make it an Airbnb. And the reason and people want to go, they want to go because they claim that you can go and stay at their Airbnb, their Airbnb. Now it was so terrifying they had to leave, and you too can experience the the haunting of a tall man in a suit and a top hat that terrified us to the point we can't live there. But you can live there if you pay us. You go so I got to pay man. you to go do something that ran you out of your house. No. Yeah. Look, I'm not into that now. Look, I don't, I don't. Look, no, Haints are already around. I don't go looking for them. And Rick, they've they've also got several stories of people who tried to stay there and checked in at six p.m. but ended up leaving a little after midnight. Couldn't make it all the way through. No top hat got them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was this Abraham? It's haunted by Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, what, what is it? <laughs> they said that the, they said he was standing there and told them how much they could save a guy. <laughs> all right, but the. Um, Thank you. I'm here all week. I'm just getting started. Had a three-day weekend, a little rested. Uh, He was in the card game. So a a dark figure 
on the staircase. They claim they saw a similar dark figure on the porch, and then uh, they, they see it in the second-level master bedroom, uh, and um, they said the, the, the house smelled like sulfur. Well, that's Dang. a septic tank problem. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's backing up. No, there it yeah. is. Some, I've been told that's a demon smell. Well, the demon of the septic tank. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if, you've got a, if you've got a sulfur smell in your house it, coming out of your toilet, that, yeah. that's not good. It is a demon. Rid eggs mm-hmm. will fix that. Thank you. Boy, you love Rid. I knew you would He's say big it. He's big about Rid. Kimmy gun right there loves Rid eggs. Don't you? I do. <laughs> How often you put it in there? Well, just when you need it. <laughs> you got a rotation <laughs> just when you think about it. <laughs> the, oh, you spread it out. Yeah. Right. So, oh, uh, boy. so, but why would I want to go and be to a place that uh, you know a tall man in a suit and the top hat's going to chase me out of it? I know. And why would you want to do that? I don't understand. Look, I, it, I, it, I, I got a little bit of this right here. All, all <laughs> but you, Ricky read these things. It's like, well, we caught a we we saw the tall man in a suit and the top hat out of the corner of our eyes. Mm-hmm. It's always you know. There it is. There. Do you think the guy who rents it walks around every now and then just to make people feel like <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. he, he puts the to. hat on? Yeah. Got to. All right, so was this somebody talking? Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's courtesy of uh, CBS 13. It had no walls. The only thing it had was brand-new windows and doors, um, electrical and plumbing, and we saw a lot of potential, kind of building a house from the inside out. So this is the guy? From yeah. there, they say things were fine until around Thanksgiving time. The Clarks say their young daughter started acting unusual mm. by sleepwalking. What? She was standing outside of her bed staring uh. out the window. And she was still crying, just sobbing. I can see her shoulders going up and down. And um, I was like, you know, Raina, what's wrong? Are you, you know, are you okay? Are you okay? And she turned around and she went uh-huh. like this. And Come I was like, it scared now. the life out of me, you know, because it went from crying to this Cheshire, you know, big smile, kind of like a joker. There were things in the house that just didn't make sense. And there's a wet spot that I cannot explain. I can't explain it. It's a circle of wetness. If you're just joining us, doesn't get more wet. If you're just joining us, still stay the same dance. Just joining us, they decided they'd had enough of the Hobo Hill house. Our daughter was out of her room several times that night. The house was banging, banging, banging. Um, Our Bluetooth stereo on the third floor kept going off, but it was kind of like a remix version, like you know, Bluetooth connected, but it kept scratching. Um, the dog was all over the place. My son's bedroom light kept flickering on and off. That morning, I said, I'm done. Wanting help, they ended up getting in contact with the Dead Files. Uh-oh, you don't want to... show that investigates... Who's after Darius Rucker, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, why, what, I mean, some kind of ghost is after Darius Rucker. <laughs> Out to the house okay. Who did the blow he wasn't just hearing things. Okay. The Dead Files... <laughs> Okay, so okay. anyway, dead the dead files. so now this sad. house is on the dead files. I don't want to be on the dead and now files. I can go that they they're out of there, and I can go rent from them, pay them money <laughs> to go there and be terrified. Greg, <laughs> I'm surprised you hadn't mentioned it. Is this all a big? Well, are uh, they, yeah, absolutely. Are they? Yeah, he made every bit of that up. <laughs> I mean, none of that happened. Because weirdos that don't want to come stay. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. Made that so up. what did he do, get in there and get in over his head? And yeah, he said, i got to make a little money. I'm going to come right. over this, and, and all the weirdos will come stay here. There Because there's only one Airbnb, Airbnb we all know about, and it's this one. Right. Yeah. Think, I mean, ab- think about it. True. There was a time that you didn't want people to know you had ghosts and stuff all in your house. Now you're saying, if you want to make a little money, tell people come in here, there's ghosts everywhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. I saw where the, it was an article somebody bought the, the movie The Conjuring. They bought that house, and they're going to do the same type of thing with that if people want to come and experience 
Good gracious. Wow. It used to be a town would come up Weird with some bit. kind of monster in the water oh, or something. Sure. Everybody had a local Loch Ness monster. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Get the tourist out. We had a scary house where we grew up. Yeah. <laughs> Old Covered Bridge Road. Mm-hmm. Trouble. <laughs> lights never Made up a lot of stories. Yeah. The lights never really were on in there, were they? But mm-hmm. somebody was living there. It's weird. Probably because they stayed in the area of the house you couldn't see from out there. Maybe that was it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a scary house. It was. That whole area was scary. Mm-hmm. Had slave quarters and all that, so a lot of pests. What? Oh, yeah. It's really a lot of pests. scary place. Yeah. No, this is a spooky place. You think we wouldn't ride by there? Mm-hmm. So I guess we're just as guilty. Me? Look, y'all sent me to places when we did that little yeah, deal. That, that from the outside, you would. Those were the, they were the houses that you would go, well, I ain't going in there. Mm-mm. You went we on had it anyway, didn't you? We had a heartbeat bridge, you know, that you could hear oh, heart of beating. Yeah. Of course, there were pipes, that, you know, that had pumps on them. That you maybe that hear. was it. Might have yeah. been it. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was a big deal because you start, you'd hear it. You go, well, there it is. There's old heartbeat. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yep. It was. They, they got, everybody's got. That was fun. Yeah. What's scary yeah. about a heartbeat bridge? Well, you could hear the heartbeat. You just never know. Oh, come on. Hmm. It's always it got, wasn't all the time. It's always it, got to be a heartbeat if somebody went on in. You hear yeah. somebody screaming Bob, I'm crying, sorry he's making fun of your story. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville people scare stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's all, I mean, the, 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 but stuff like this, no. I'm not, I, ain't, I ain't going I ain't anywhere near. I in the Blowfish's house. Darius Rucker can sing some songs, but I ain't staying in there. How much? How much? I'd do it for 10. You'd do it for 10 grand? Yeah. Stay there all night. Can't leave. Can't leave. Yeah, I think I can deal with old post hat for that long. Yeah, old stovetop hat. Whatever. I tell you, it was where I don't want no little kid to look, turn around looking at me like that. Now that I didn't like. Oh, I don't no. like evil kids. No, that's the worst. Who does? That's does. the worst. That evil kid. That's why I quit. Storyline. That's why I, I quit coaching little league. <laughs> <laughs> evil kids and parents. Can I take my melatonin with me? Huh? Can I take my melatonin with me? No, you can't go to sleep. You can't go to sleep. It's a valid question. You can't go to sleep. I think you need oh, to be on guard all night, right? You sleep when you leave. What if I only had two grand? Would you do it? Yes. <laughs> Money's I'd, tight. I'd stay to 2 a.m. on that. So you're going to stay up the whole time? Oh, yeah. Final phone calls of the hour coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. To the top of the hour, 866. We be big as the number and lines now available for you. Uh, we got a couple of stories we'll hit, but if time allows, and it should, uh, we'll get to some of the phone calls as well, and all 10 lines are available. Golden ticket seats today. Morgan and Alex Kirkland here with us today. What's up? Uh, Camden, Angela, and Wade Edwards here today. Wade having a birthday. Happy birthday, Wade. Uh, not to be outdone, Mark Owens also having a birthday with us today, along with Sharon Owens here supporting him today. Uh, and Doug Bolu. Where's Doug? Doug right there on the old front row. Uh, all in the golden ticket seats today, taking home a pound of BuzzBox coffee, a Rick and Bubba double CD today. Uh, and, uh, and, of course, if you want to come visit us, you go to rickandbubba.com, click on Contact. Ticket Biscuit will re- reserve your time here with us. Uh, the tickets don't cost anything, but they do need to be reserved. Uh, and sometimes, like today, if you come by and look into the window, you may see some seats available of people that made a reservation but didn't keep it. 
and if that is uh, available, sometimes we can work you in that way as well. Bubba, one thing we need to hit before we go to phones. Well, I guess you saw the weekend Kevin Hart was in a real bad uh, I did car wreck. Did you see yeah. that? Yeah, I did. Uh, at one point, uh, they said he had a pretty severe back injury, but they said he has been uh, moving arms and legs and has, has even been up and walked around some. So mm. uh, his wife said he is not joking around yet, but he is doing good. So uh, so she it, it really looked bad, didn't it? Yeah, look I at mean, that. You, yeah. you see that and you go, you, that's amazing. Anybody survived that. Yeah, he's fortunate. It doesn't give any details on how it happened or anything. I do but. see in here where he is going to continue to do his stand-up routine from a hospital bed on stage. <laughs> <laughs> like Hugh Freeze. And it's called Phil the Freeze? Yep. Uh, to uh, Rod, uh, out of the great state of Alabama. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone troll. Rod, how you doing? 30 seconds. Go ahead, buddy. What's up, Biggins? You. All right, well, that's enough. Hey, uh, have you seen the, the Popeyes in Houston? The couple, it's like three people that went went up through the drive-thru, and there was no chicken sandwich. They went inside with guns to oh, find out. Or Have you seen that yet? That's not true. Now, I do know uh, there's a lawsuit okay, out there. No, there's, yeah, there's a TV station that reported it. So I don't know how true it is, but, boy, I tell you what, Popeye's marketing, that's where it's at. That is. I'm telling you, they do get the marketing award this year. If you've got people coming in with guns because the drive throughs out of chicken sandwiches, you know, that just sounds like that might be something that was started Set as a rumor. Up. You know, just yeah, a little. Just a little. Oh, just a t- and I'm not saying it's not, but it just kind of sounds like it. And you know what they do then? Then they say we had to due to demand and to save people's lives. We yeah. brought it back. It, it, it is back. For a limited time. Yeah. We continue. <laughs> Get it while you can. Jason, well, I'm sorry. Uh, let's go to Matt and Coleman. Matt, listen to us on ZZK. Matt, go ahead. Hey, I've got uh, some words to live by for Speedy. Okay. Uh, don't use coupons and don't go cheap on trash bags and toilet paper because if you have a failure with one of those, you're going to have a serious mess on your hands. No doubt. that Those are places where you do not cut costs. I, I know there's a lot of folks out there that are really big into recycling. i got to say, let's draw the line serious at recycled toilet hands. paper. Serious mess on your hands. Yeah. we we got to draw the line. At, I'll tell you what else I hate. I hate a bad trash bag. Absolutely. You can't stand yeah. them thin ones. You no. got to pull them out of them. They fall apart. Got to have a drawstring, too. Yeah. That's right. You put a hole in them. And you know I, what? I prefer them non-scented. Thank you. It gives me a headache. Thank you. I hate scented trash bags. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like just lightly scented ones. Yeah. For it depends on the scent. Yeah. I do not I, want them scented. I'd rather it's a big issue to our house. Really? My wife didn't like them either. She said, please do not buy any huh. that are scented. So, because they go too far with it. It's or a trash bag, guys. Flavor. It's a trash bag. Yeah. And you know what else I hate? Those old stupid... Uh, when they give you those bags, that, like you're trying to leave, you know, some like one of these try to save the world grocery stores. Oh, that I'm gonna reuse. Oh, yeah, and, and and they fall you mean apart. A tote sack? Stuff falls it out goes of goes right I, into that. I refuse bag. to use them. <laughs> we continue. Uh, let's go to Jason and Gadsden. Listen to Z93. Jason, go ahead. Welcome. <clears throat> hey, good morning. I just want to touch real quick on the uh, some of the ball games this weekend. Uh, I'm a diehard Alabama, but I have to give props to uh, Nick. I went to school at a wall with his family. Great family. Nick's. Raised right. Uh, and for the first time, I mean, you no, know, six months ago, his high school, but uh, he, he was not seasoned yet, but the way he looked Saturday, you know, throughout this season. Yeah, I agree. Got a hung up. 866, we be big. Uh, let's go to Corey. Corey, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. 30 seconds. Go ahead. How you doing, Rick? Hey, hey buddy. Bubba. Hey, man. 
Uh, I'm a big fan of y'all. I'm 17 years old, and I'm really into y'all's show. But I have a question about the guns down here. Well, these people down here where I live, they're trying to take the AR-15s away because too many people has been buying them and trying to go and rob banks and rob, like, go in and shoot people in the Walmarts and stuff. But the people that actually own the AR-15s, that would be a ripoff for them because people that actually are diehard. I didn't know where that I was. I didn't quite get more arms around that one. No. Uh, what, what did he mean by down here? People trying to take guns down here. No, in the Walmart. They are down Walmarts. here. Down, down where? I, I, I'm sorry. I Son, I'm sorry I didn't follow that completely. Yeah. Uh, we continue. Uh, let's go to Tom out of Scottsboro listening to the storm. Tom, go ahead. Welcome to the program. How are you? Good, Rose. How are you? Okay. Fantastic. Hey, I was a master plumber for 28 years, and usually sulfur smell, especially if you were on a well. Your hot water heater has a iode rod in it, and what we would do, we'd cut that rod out, and then get rid of the sulfur smell. But it's usually something to do with the hot water heater, where you get that smell like that. Really? Okay. Yes, sir. Uh, so yes, are sir. you roll? Are you just ruling out of this portal to hell? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no sulfur. Well, I try to rule out all kinds of. Well, I ru- I room with Greg sometimes. It's not always the hot water. <laughs> We continue. Uh, let's go to North Carolina where John is standing by. John, go ahead. Welcome. Hey, how y'all doing this morning? Good. Great, John. I think Bubba's going to be okay from what I hear. Y'all talked about his accident. But one thing he does need to take a real good interest in is to make sure he doesn't have any changes in his voice. In other words, if he's sitting at the table and says, Honey, pass me some of those nice taters, then, you know, I'd be worried. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't know what to do with that. Every, every day, it's just it's, it's out. <laughs> wow. Y'all get that? I don't even. Um, I, I, don't I think I'll be okay. <laughs> yes, I was about to say. Now, we'll say where this injury is located could indirectly affect Bubba's voice. Right. I think that's what he was alluding to. Is that what you're trying to do? I do. I do. Just yeah. the delivery, his voice, and all. I see. Yeah. <laughs> Went to the doctor yesterday. Bubba, how'd it go? Yeah, okay. I think that's what he was going for. I think you're right. So far, is that so where he was good. headed? Yeah. yeah, he just got lost. Oh, buddy, bring some taters over here, please. <laughs> uh, we continue, Jerry, in Alabama. Jerry, go ahead. Thirty seconds. Hey guys. Hey. Listen, Rick, you have got to send Greg and Adler to that haunted Airbnb. You just got to let Adler document everything. That would, be, that would be hilarious. Send them up there and, yeah. and see if they can en- encounter the man in the top hat. And that's right. I don't like evil spirits. Well, it, you know, it's kind of a it's a life lesson I've I've tried to live by. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not superstitious. I just don't believe in taking chances. Right. Yeah. What if it grabs a hold of you and comes back? Uh-huh. Yeah. And then it rides on back in. Well, yeah. There you go. Forget yeah. that. Tim and Gadston Z93. Tim, go ahead. Thirty seconds. How are you? Hey, good. How are y'all? Oh, good. Doing real well. Uh, when I was stationed up in Norfolk, I lived in a house that was haunted. You'd lay something down, and it'd end up in another part of the house. Uh, I was actually cleaning the tub out one day and actually had somebody touch me on the shoulder, and there was nobody else in the house. Mm. Now, now, you didn't stay there, did you? Oh, yeah. I lived there till I transferred. See, that's what I don't get. Yeah, that's hard to follow. You know, I get well, t- I get I get touched by some unknown person one time, but that's it. That's it. <laughs> well, I even had a candle float across now, floating candles. I'm right, out. Hey, a floating know. candle. I'd like to hear more about that. How about that? this? I don't. I don't stay for floating candles. I don't stay for a mysterious touch. 
I don't stay for my kids looking at me like they're going to kill me in my sleep. <laughs> and, and I don't like any creepy voices telling me to get out. No, uninvited cat, all that's out. You know what I mean? It's just, what about little kids that are dressed up and they cast a shadow of a totally different shade? No, nope, no, nope, nope. about that one? No. Nope. I don't like that. I don't like seeing twins walk down the hall. I don't no, want to see any of that. No, no. Not in them weird dresses. No, no, sir. No, I don't want that. I don't want it at all. I don't like mysterious holes out in the yard. I don't like any of that. Won't get near an old mirror. Nope. <laughs> don't like antique furniture. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.